already see y'all in here flooding. Y'all flooding the room already. Welcome back to the Some Do Show. I am your host, Cuffs the Legend. The honorable and praiseworthy Cuffs the Legend. Make sure you follow me on, on AMP. Make sure y'all share the show. See the top right corner, the little square? Share the show on all your social media platforms. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. Threads. Let's get it jumping, man. Spread the word. But we here. We back. We back. We are back. I got my guest host pulling up any second now. I think they're my, there's my guy. There's my guy. We're going to do a Carolina style tonight. We're going to do it North Carolina style. You know, we the home of the greatest barbecue known to man. Eastern North Carolina barbecue. The best barbecue on earth. No, no disrespect to Kansas City or Texas. We got the best barbecue. You know, we got some of the best food. And we also have, in my humble opinion, some of the, I would say, most prolific basketball players on planet Earth. And one of those guys is my co-host, my guy, Ant Morrow, 10-year NBA vet. How's your weekend, brother? Brother, I can't complain. Y'all hear me? I'm clear? Yeah, you loud and clear, man. We live on Amp. Hey, we on, brother. I was great, man. I had family come through. A lot of kids, like, had babies. Nieces, nephews, all my kids. Sky zoning, barbecuing, like you said, we got the best in the business. You know what time <laughs> that is. And just hanging out, man. So we had a good one, man. Just five dollars. How was yours, brother? Man, it was great, man. Little family time. You know, me and my daughter, we hit Sephora. We we do that type of stuff. We try to we try to keep it keep it copacetic with the family. Low key. I was yeah. at the beach. I was at the beach too, you know. My new nickname this summer, y'all, for the rest of this summer. I'm oceanfront cuffs, right? I'm <laughs> I'm ocean. That's the new hashtag. I'm oceanfront cuffington the rest of the summer. I was down at the beach, man. Got me a nice tan. You know, I'm looking Dominican yeah. right now. I'm looking like Sammy Sosa. Remember Sammy Sosa <laughs> when he was on the Chicago Cubs? I'm looking like I'm looking like Sammy right now. But shout out to our other co-host, Lexi Brown, aka downtown Lexi Brown. She's not with us tonight, so we only got two-thirds of the boxing one club. Lexi Brown, the LA Sparks, they had practice tonight, so shout out to Lexi. We're going to hold it down for Lexi Brown, man. So Lexi ain't going to put that work in. You know what put time that work it is. In. The, Sparks, that work they, in. the Sparks got a big win over the weekend. They beat the Las Vegas Aces. The Sparks are red hot, so shout out to Lexi. Shout out to Jordan Canada. On the on the LA right. Sparks. Shout out, shout out to the whole squad, man. They playing real well, yeah. making a playoff push. Um, that's a big win for them too, bro. Real bro, tough. let's act, let's activate the chat, man. I see my guy Ryan Shannon. Shout out to everybody in the some dude Discord, Discord gang, Chaz, J Miles. I see y'all. I need those helicopter emojis though in the chat, man. I need to see the helicopter emojis. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna ask you, and it's been a hot topic floating around. I've seen it. I seen it on Twitter the uh, last day or two about mm -hmm. Steph Curry. You know, Steph Curry came out, and I, I like I like Steph comments where he said, "I'm the I'm the greatest point guard ever." How you how do you feel about those comments of Steph Curry claiming that he's the best point guard ever? Because I know you I, just a, be, I know you yeah, had a look. close and personal look, like you've been in the gym training with Steph. Y'all go way back. Like, how would you define those comments? Do you feel like Steph is a point guard or more of a shooting guard? Bro, he better pop that shit. He one of the best point guards ever. And in my opinion, 
if you call Isaiah Thomas one of the best punk guards ever, who's one of my favorite players, I have, you know, I know it's controversial with him, but he's a point guard. Stuff is that. Now, you can play off the ball and score. You can make plays with the ball. That's what a game is. They don't question Dame on that. And Dame is great, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think still should pop his shit on that. Like, he's way, he's way more qualified than a lot of guys. He don't fall into no category. And that's where the game is going anyway. It's positionless. Jokic is their point guard. I look like Jamal Jamal Murray is a shooting guard. Yeah, I agree. But he can do both. Like, Jokic is more of a playmaker, though. So, like, you can't not call stuff a point guard. Like, he's the game is determined by how he's going. Ain't no, like, who can do that when he's not playing? Yeah, you're right. That's the value. Like, you know what I'm saying? When he first came into the league with Monta Ellis, like, he, he took mm -hmm. a back seat. He was humble a little bit. But now it's like a whole different animal. I agree with you. Sometimes I look at him like a shooting guard, like more of a hybrid because he does come off the curls, the flares, the pin downs, the elevator screens. Yeah. Like he's revolutionized and redefined that position. Like we've never yeah. seen somebody who can handle the ball that crispy, that can shoot from anywhere. His range is half court. As soon as he crosses half court. Like we haven't really seen a guy who can facilitate like that. And Steph, in the last couple of seasons, he's moving the puppies a little bit. Like he's he playing D. Yeah, yeah, that's real. Mm -hmm. he, he got a lot better defensively, bro. And people don't give him no credit for it because of what he does offensively. Yeah, that's true. It's real. So who do you who would you put? You you put Steph number one point guard. Magic Johnson got to be number two, right? We got to because he said yo, it's between him and Magic. Like I've seen a lot of people disrespecting Magic because. A lot of people didn't see Magic. A lot of these kids on Twitter with these dog abbies and these funny pictures <laughs> on their avatars. Like, yeah. they YouTube, they YouTube babies, and Like, I, I feel like they yeah. YouTube babies. They didn't really get to digest Magic Johnson's career. Like, I watched those 88 finals. I watched the finals against the, you know, the Celtics, the Pistons. Like, Magic yeah. is often disrespected because his game was kind of ugly. Like, he came up the court with his back to the defender. You know, he was kind of yeah. right-hand dominant. But, like, uh -huh. Magic at that size, we never seen nobody at that size. So it's amazing where Magic Johnson revolutionized the game 25, 30 years ago, and now we sit here and watching Steph revolutionize the game again with that range. Like, his range is what I think sets him apart. Absolutely, bro. I think him, Magic, and Isaiah, the best point guards I've ever seen, like, overall in my life. We're talking about championships. We're talking about accolades. We're talking about stats. Talking about making and elevating other players around you. Who else we gonna put in there? It's some other people. Don't get me wrong, but those three guys got to be at the cream of the crop of that. You know what I'm saying? And Steph is just right there right now in this generation. He's that guy. Like I mean, he got four chips. Then broke all the records. Best shooter ever in the history of the NBA. Ever. I mean, what you? Yeah. I mean, he make plays. Then he can come off screens. It's hard to guard that shit, man. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It's, like, it's, it, he, he can do it anyway, bro. It's 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 a it's a, it's a army Swiss knife, bro. He gonna do it come, way. I gotta yeah. come clean, at, you know. A lot of times over the years, people think like I'm a hater or I don't. I'm not a fan of Steph. Let me give y'all a quick backstory. I was the biggest <laughs> Steph Curry fan when he was at Davidson. I was at the game that day against NC State. LeBron was courtside. Mm -hmm. we, we remember that moment. I was in the building for that game. I went to the I went to see Steph at 12 noon in Charlotte. 
and then turn around at 7 p.m. and went and saw Braun play the Bobcats. I was on the mm-hmm. Steph bandwagon, but everybody know LeBron, my guy. He, he's my favorite player. But so all these years, it was like I appreciate Steph game, but it's like the Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, whereas back in those days where you were either a Lakers fan or a Celtics fan, right? And I feel like the last 10 years or so, it's like you're either a LeBron fan or Curry. And I've come over the last couple of years, to be honest, I've start, I'm starting to appreciate Steph even more, like all of these great players. Because they're not going to be here forever. Yep. No, that's true. I mean, like, I, like I look at it like, even with LeBron, like, I always say, like I said last episode, Mike is my favorite player ever. And Kobe. But I'm like, I'm enjoying what LeBron has done the last 20 years, going on 21 years. And he's one of my favorite players, so don't get me wrong, played against him, all that. And you got to just enjoy the greatness, bro. Like, look at, like, you know, God bless the the, the, the past and, and going with Kobe. People hated on him until, like, basically he died. Like, people yeah. loved him, but people really enjoyed hating on him because he embraced it and he turned it into a part of being great. And that's the truth. Everybody know that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, man, why Brian here doing what he doing, bro? 21, going on 21 years of this? His son gonna play in the league soon? Both of his sons, in my opinion, gonna play in the league. And I'm like, why don't y'all just embrace it and love him? Stop paying narratives, spinning narratives about the guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he ain't been in no trouble. He ain't been there long. I understand that they made everything about him leaving and going to Miami back then. But I'm like, man, just embrace the greatness, bro. Yeah. And that game that got better over time. You know what I'm saying? And, he, you know, I, I just I just don't like how the media, they spin those narratives like that with certain players. And they don't do it with other guys. Instead of just embracing how great somebody, you know what I'm so saying? Because they ain't got nothing to talk about. So there you have it, Steph. Some dude, aka Cuffington. I've come clean. <laughs> I am a Steph Curry fan, even though sometimes <laughs> it may not appear that way. But Steph is just in the way. He's been in the way, but I like to have fun with it. Everybody always say, yo, when, when are you going to change your Twitter handle, Cuffs? 73 and 9 and a lot. I'm never changing that, okay? I'm never going to change that. Bro. I ain't going to lie, man. That'd be hurt me when I see that, man. <laughs> I ain't going to lie, bro. But I don't get mad at it because that was it. They beat us. Yeah. And we should have went to the finals and, and they lost to Cleveland with Braun and them. That's the year. So that's, like, the year that's the year. Y'all was up 3 1. <laughs> y'all was up 3 1 on the Warriors that that's, year. That's the year 3 1. And we, they came back and beat us. And then they lost to Cleveland. Yep. So you, that you was that year. You, you still have bad sweats at night. You still, you still have nightmares, and. Bro, I think about that like maybe three or four times a week. I think about that <laughs> shit like three or four times a week since then, bro. Real talk, bro. That shit hurt, man. <laughs> like, that was, that, was your champ- that was your championship window right there. That was your yeah, opportunity. That was, and I knew it was it after that. I wasn't going to get another one. Because I no. knew Kev was going to leave. I said, well, Kev leave, man. We're going to be good with Russell, of course, and Serge and all them guys. But I was like, man, we ain't going to be the same. You know what I mean? Damn. But yeah. I think we got a special guest pulling up right here, live on AMP. Some dude show, I told y'all. We're going into our bag of tricks. We got a we got a fair, we got a Fayetteville native pulling up, one of my favorites in the NBA, one of the most explosive. He's moving the puppies. We've seen him rank top yes, two sir. in defense this year, moving those puppies from the trenches yeah. of Fayetteville. I want to welcome to the Some Dude Show, my guy. 
one phone call away. Dennis Smith Jr., man. Welcome to the Some Dude Show, my boy. I think you got to unmute your mic, D. Yo, y'all can hear me? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Live, live and clear, brother. My boy, what's good? Anthony Morrow, what's happening, bro? D, what's good, brother? I've been watching since you was in middle school. <laughs> man, I used to, hey, I was using you on 2K back then. No bullshit. <laughs> I knew he was gonna. I knew he was gonna say that shit. I, I thought about that this morning. I said he gonna say something about two K. I appreciate yeah. it, my brother. You, you say you, <laughs> you, you was a sniper on that motherfucker. That's why. You, which team, you already know, man. Those owe me money. Which team <laughs> did you playing two K with, with? With which team? I had him when he was all KC. Oh, yeah, automatic. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that team was cheap. So, yeah. Dennis, look, man, you had a you had a solid stint with the Charlotte Hornets, man. I know you had so much fun playing for the hometown team, like the home state team. You, your family was in close proximity; they can pull up anytime and see you. Now you done made your way up to I ninety five, bro. You in NYC now, Brooklyn, Dumbo, Brooklyn. The city is is amazing. Yeah. How are you feeling yeah. about this opportunity right now with the Brooklyn Nets? Man, I'm excited, bro. I'm excited. Whenever I just look at an opportunity and I look at the team, I see how I can help those guys out. And I see and they got pieces that will help me maximize myself as well. And more importantly, the staff is super hands-on and they they all on board. And I like the way that uh I like the way that this thing is going, man. I think we're in a good spot. So do you feel like you're just starting to hit your stride? Because you had a couple couple seasons there where you had a couple injuries, nagging little injuries. But last year I saw you like you put on some muscle, you added some lean muscle, like you look stronger than ever. Do you feel like you, because you're only 25 years old, do you feel like you're still growing as a man as and as a player right now? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Like, there's yeah. some people that's just not finishing their first year, you know what I'm saying, at my age. I done had next year be year seven for me. It sounds Ooh. crazy, but I'm still only 25, bro, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm growing, I'm growing, I'm maturing. The game is still slowing down for me. So, yeah, yeah, I'm excited for this next step. Let me let me ask you let me let me ask you a question, bro. Because you was one and done at NC State, mm -hmm. high school phenom, of course. Go to NC State, turn up at NC State, lottery pick, and just the journey. I want people to hear your journey from being drafted to being through the ups and downs, injuries, like Coach said you know, being traded and to where you are now. Cause I look at you now and I'm like, this is the real story. You know what I'm saying? That he going to be able to really tell. And yeah, just the process of like those years where you're going into year seven, bro, that's hard to do. Even as a lot of, hey. you know what I'm saying? So just tell me a little bit about that. bro. Uh, So we'll start it back to the year right before college. My senior year, I don't even get to mm -hmm. play. I missed the McDonald's game, missed the Jordan game, all that, because I tore my ACL. Yeah, I Still, that. I'm able to uh, go to college, NC State, and ACC. I get the um, ACC freshman of the year drafted ninth, and now I'm in Dallas. And right. I get there, and I got Dirk, so I'm looking like, okay, he did it. I'm going to be here for good. Like, I never even had thoughts of playing anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, second year come around, and now it's the chatter of, Oh, he might. We might trade him. Boom, boom, boom. And I get traded before the season even over with, bro. Like I ain't even get to finish yeah. the year. Traded to NY, and I finished that second year pretty good. Third year, get started. You know they're bringing a bunch of guys. Now I'm just now I'm starting to get lost in the shuffle. Like now it's starting, and 
I ain't really recognize or paying no attention. Like it is what it is. So third year to happen, fourth year is uh same shit going on. You know what I'm saying? So then I end up uh asking to go to the G League because I'm not getting any time here. You feel me? And I want to play anyways, like because I play for free. So I'm like, man, just send me to the G League. I'm down right. there and I land on the bubble. Before I get to play a game, I get traded to Detroit. End up getting a starting spot in Detroit. And then uh, had a triple-double. Like, I started hooping. And then I tear my meniscus on some random shit. just swole up on me one morning. So now that season over with. And now right. is when it started getting a little difficult and tricky because I go into the summer and then I just lose communication with those guys. They not hitting me back. You feel me? They not hitting my agent back. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, so oh, shit went dark. Uh-huh. Yeah. Shit went dark. So now I'm like, all right, cool. I end up not doing summer league. I don't do any G League. I don't go overseas. I take a training camp deal to Portland. And honestly, I, my agent didn't tell me it was a training camp deal. He like it's a one-year event minimum. So I'm down there hooping, and I see that shit on Twitter. And I ain't going to lie, I got a little discouraged at the time just because, you feel me, like, I'm 23, yeah. 24. Like, I ain't even expecting to be in this kind of predicament right now. But it is what it is. So. Right. I take that training camp deal. I earn the spot, you feel me? And I uh, earn the respect of my peers and my teammates. And then I got a random-ass injury. You remember we played Brown and we beat them without Dane. And yep. I, uh, yep. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I have, yep, I have my best game there. And then I tear my UCL and my uh, forearm in practice the next day. So now that's the end of that season. <laughs> so that's like, now I'm back in the square one, bro. And I ain't got nothing going into the summer, no communication from anybody. So that, and I do the same thing. I don't do summer league, not overseas, no G league, bro. Just put me in training account and let me get a chance to make the team. And that's what I end up doing with Charlotte. So that's and all these videos. People see me in the summertime, like before this summer, like you see me in the gym popping shit. And yeah. I didn't even have nothing <laughs> on the table, bro. That's why I tell people like, I'm always about my respect. Cause I'm gonna be the same person regardless if I'm balling or if I'm not, bro. And thanks yeah. for working out for me, man. You know what I'm saying? I just put my work in and, and things work out for me. Bro, I think, you've, I think you found a good home in Brooklyn. Like, Charlotte was an amazing stint. But the thing I, I like about your game in Charlotte, we, we always seen you be like a high flyer. You can get in the paint. You top 10 in the league and like, a, like your assist drive rate was amazing. But like I said about moving those puppies, your defensive mindset, I feel like what is what really garnered you the respect of a lot of guys in the league because guys, Thanks. offensive point guards, like I seen you lock Steph up in crunch time in Charlotte, and that's when I really realized, like, yo, this, I'm not even being biased because you my guy and I've watched you since middle school and high school. I'm like, yo, are y'all paying attention to this shit? Because Dennis Smith Jr. has arrived. Like, I, I was so proud of that moment, bro, because I've seen the ups and downs. I've seen the tumultuous, like, the roller coaster you've been on. But the defensive mindset, that's what I'm loving right now, the defensive mindset from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that's just how I had to build up. Like, i always been able. But whenever I wasn't playing, I was like, man, I got to do something that's going to make me stand out. And aside Facts. from that, I really started getting, like, I really started getting mad at motherfuckers. So I'm like, nah, everybody gonna have to show me because if this is what y'all saying, I don't give a damn who you is. Like, everybody yeah. gonna have yeah. to show me, bro. That's how I started carrying it. And like, I, and now it's like, this why, like, this is what people said about me growing up. Like, man, they was like, you always be messing with people. It's like, stop picking on people all the time. So now it's like, shit, I'm just gonna bring it to the world, bro. I don't even really care. Like, this is who I am. 
It's that Carolina shit, man. I'm gonna be honest. It's something about us. <laughs> mm-hmm. We keep that chip on our shoulders. We keep that chip on our shoulders. We keep it, man. Who I am? I can't hide it, bro. I can't hide. Hell no, no. Don't hide it, bro. That shit changed. It changed the trajectory of your career, bro. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when I, it was like I had to be like, okay, they say I'm a three point shooter only. Okay, now I got to show them the mid range. Cause you gotta hang your hat on something to stick. Then you show them you can do other shit. That's just exactly. the league. For like eighty percent of the league, ninety percent of the league, that's what that is. Them other dudes is different. You know what I'm saying? Which is cool. But I tell guys all the time, bro. And the way you doing it, bro, I I, I bigged you up so many times on the ground. Just like, look, bro, he's still in. My brother loved you. My older brother. He put my AAU team together. He loved you. You was in middle school, high school. And I said, man, he gonna figure it out. And now they're like, you know, figure it out. You figured out, you know what I mean, what you're going to hang your hat on the stand at league, man. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. And that's why I be telling people cause that, that go through it. It's like last year was the worst year I ever shot the ball, like, from, from the three. But what you going to tell yeah. me? Because I hang my hat on the defensive end right now, so I can go out here and keep missing because you're going to have to play me, like, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just like you said, mm-hmm. like whenever you find one thing that you do, that's how you get to show the other things. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You're gonna have to stay on the court. And we ain't gonna let you keep missing threes. I'm out of training in Charlotte, so bring your ass up here and I got you. You know what I'm saying? Forty <laughs> percent from three. Forty percent from three. I got you, bro. I promise. Yo, yeah, if you get that, if you if you get your three point if you get your three point percentage up to like 39, 40%. We really, we really talking about a big bag. Man, I got watch this season. It's gonna be a whole different year, I promise you. So kidding, I, I saw you down in Miami, D. We live on Amp right now, some dude show. Dennis Smith Jr., Brooklyn S guard, 10-year NBA vet Anthony Morrow. I saw you down in Miami training. You and Michael Beasley, different guys. I saw you at the Miami program. How hard is it training in Miami? Be honest with me, D. How hard is it? <laughs> I see you. You doing two a days. I got the 20, 30 pound, 50 pound chains around your neck. You and Mike Beasley, uh-huh. I see you on the gram. How hard is it training in Miami? And then also staying away from the distractions in Miami, bro. I'll say, I'll say this, man. And you know, you know, I I, I don't put names, but like it's a lot of dudes that come here really just to be outside. You feel me? Yeah. And for me. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Like, I really been getting girls for a long, long time. Like, before I was in the NBA. <laughs> like, for real, I've been it's getting girls nature. for a long it's time. It's nature. Yeah, yes, so I don't be pressed, man. I don't, I don't be pressed, bro. Like, you know, I don't have my son, so I really be – I really chill now. I be sleep early and all kind of shit, so it's easy for me. Bro, what was it? What is it like training with Michael Beasley? We talked about him on the last show. I'm a huge fan of Bees. <laughs> Do you feel like Bees should yeah. still be in the league? Because I seen him in the big three destroying shit. You had an up close look at him this offseason in you know in the lab with him, in the weight room with him. Bro, should Michael Beasley still be in the league? Because he can still help somebody right now. Absolutely. This is my second year uh spending the summer with him. And I'm not going to lie to you. Like, people can say what they want about Bees, but Bees will get in the gym every single day. He got shit that you can't teach. Like, we doing spot shots. He run, he catch his. He shoot seven in a row off one leg from three, hit all seven of them. Like, it's just effortless. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, when you talk about basketball players, you won't find basketball players in the world that's doing what he's doing at that size, bro. 
Hey, a legit six ten. A legit six ten. Legit six ten. It don't make it, you know, it's the politics of the league, but when you break it down to just basketball, oh, just the the NBA is the best players in the world, and it's falling in fifth there with Michael Beach. They should be in there. And it's just that simple. That's a fact, bro. And, yeah, and, you know, so the play- yeah. Go ahead, Ant. No, I was just saying, man, like we said the politics of the league, you know, the politics of the league don't necessarily line up with everybody's upbringing or what they have going on that can translate to you staying in the league sometimes. And I always say that's that's, that's, that's real shit. Say that one more time. Say that one more time. Are you gonna bring me bring it back? I'm bring it back then. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like the uh, you know the politics of the league don't always line up with your upbringing or what you're going through as a pro. Oh. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. why it's so important. It's so important to have honestly to have these kind of podcasts where people can have a platform. It's almost like therapy for some guys. I seen Mike yep. go on the podcast with uh with, with Brandon Marshall. Yeah, pivot with Brandon Marshall. You know, he broke down talking about, you know, being in the league and going through that, being a number two pick. You know what I'm saying? Mike, a big-ass kid. You know what I'm saying? He's he professional, but he a big kid. You know what I mean? And he got super game. I'm like, bro, when Kevin Durant told me, man, this ain't no way Michael Beasley shouldn't be as good as me or better or in, in that situation. He said, man, that shit in your life really means a lot. When you come into millions of dollars, I watched Mike. We was in summer league. I was trying out for the summer league team. Man, Mike pull up in big ass white bins. You know what I'm saying? You get out. He acting like a kid. He acting like a kid, not in a bad way, but you just fun love it. Like that's who he is. I'm like, you know, it's hard to manage that when that's supposed to be the face of your franchise. So it's a lot that come with that shit. I be telling people it's a lot to come with that. But he great though, man. I, I, I love Mike, man, for real, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to see you with him. I'm, I'm happy to see you with him, though, Smitty. Like, that's a real OG, like a guy, like you said, that work ethic. That's gonna rub off. That's that's contagious. That's gonna rub off on you. You already have it, but being with an older guy like that in the summer, that's really having that tunnel vision, it's gonna take your game to another a whole nother plateau. Mm-hmm. Sure. But look, I, I know both of y'all played in the ACC and Morrow at Georgia Tech. You at NC State. Is I asked Ant this, I want to ask you, D. Like, is the ACC the same right now as it was just a few years when you was in it? I'm going to be honest with you. It might sound crazy. I'm going to say hell no, nah, just because. <laughs> I, I, really knew watch yeah, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, don't, I don't really <laughs> watch college basketball, but even still, I should be hearing something about, you know what I'm saying? I should be hearing something about these guys. And it just don't. It's not put in front of my face like that. So it's like, nah, I don't think so. And then when I did check in during the tournament and shit, I ain't like what I was saying. So I, don't, I don't think it is. Yo, Ant said the exact same shit. He said, hell no. I told no, you, no, man. I no, knew he was going to say that. <laughs> hell no, nah, bro. ACC was real deal. Like, I, I, done, I done seen it. Like, it's, it'd be people mm-hmm. you wouldn't even expect, bro. Like, we when I came in, because I graduated early, I'm watching Miami, and we got Cat Barber. Leading the ACC and scoring, we going and we going down to Miami to play, and they playing the uh, I can't remember his name. I don't want to mess it up. I think it was Angel Rodriguez, the Spanish point guard. Yeah, like, this motherfucker is a he a dog, bro. Like mm-hmm. you know, but I, I don't see that no more. Whenever I watch, who who are and, some of the matchups that really stick out? Like 
not just matchups, but performances you had. We know the legendary Duke performance. How was that one, bro? I never got to ask you that one. What was it like going into Cameron? You not going to Duke. I don't know if Duke recruited you that heavy like NC State, but going into Cameron and shutting Cameron down, bro, like that's got to be one of your top two or three ACC memories, right? Hell yeah. And that – I was the only point guard that was recruiting for a long time, and that was their whole pitch, and that's why I was going to go there. And then whenever they changed that up, that's when I was like, nah, they're not even on the list no more. So yeah. going in to play them, you know, I'm just, bruh, like, that's my homeboy. He was a manager on the team. Like, I used to watch 300 before all of the games. 300? So, <laughs> uh-huh. It's so, lit. Yeah, so, we, yeah, it's game time as soon as I see anybody, so – we getting to play Duke. And I don't even remember being there. Like, I barely remember being in their locker room. <laughs> <He don't remember laughs> bruh, yeah. bruh, I was so locked in, bruh. The only reason I know what went on is because of the highlights. But I don't remember being in that moment. For real, for real. And it just happened. Next thing I know, game over, bruh. And we back on Hillsborough Street. We got teammates crowd surfing and all that. That shit was fire. I just remember everything <laughs> after that. Everybody you reaching you, out. You don't crazy. remember. You don't. It was like a blur. It was. It was. It's like you was like you was blue. You was Bruce Leroy. You had that glow that night. Yeah, I'm telling you, I got a high the tiger on their ass, and it just it was started. I had a tiger on their ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Bro, I, I hey, look that game. I remember. We all remember. We all was watching mm-hmm. it, and you got the dunk after the buzzer went off. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I was like, nah. I yeah. said, bro, he. A, I said, bro. I said, I told y'all he was like that. I said, he a dog. You see that shit? I said, he don't care. And then everybody ran up right. on me. I said, nah. He he he's out of here, bro. Ain't no second year at state. He gone. That shit no. shows <laughs> you like it's over with. You know what I'm saying? Like oh. it's only a couple people. Like you know, I, I was telling like me and Cus was talking and Lex and we talking. I'm like, you know, like I and I tell the homies, I'm like, look, bro, you can tell. I could watch you one game in high school. I said he's gonna be in he gonna be in our league one day, bro. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, I saw you in high school and said that. John Wall, one game, he's gonna be in the league, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. North Carolinian guys. I told him about Steph. He he's yep. gonna be in the league. Man, he gonna go overseas. I said, no, bro. He ain't athletic enough. I said he's gonna change basketball, bro. He shoot too good. I'm telling you, I work out with his name. It's different. You know what I'm hey, saying? Dennis. Hey Dennis, who was the guy? Shit. Being a kid, growing up on the dirt courts. I'm going to talk about that in a second, too. But growing up in the country, man, dirt courts, being out there with the dusty socks and shit, we all did that in North Carolina. But who was the yeah, guy yeah. from North Carolina that you looked at like an inspiration? Who was the guy from the crib that you said, you know what, I want to make it to the league. I want to be like that guy. Who was your guy growing up in North Carolina that was from here? Chris Paul and John Wall, for sure. Dude. Because uh, yeah. Chris Paul, Chris Paul, he got to the league. I, he was in the league. It's gonna sound crazy. I was in fourth grade, bro. Fourth or fifth grade. Whenever um, me and my homeboys, we had, uh, you know, bro, book fair. You ain't gonna get buku paper from your parents if Yo, you ain't have it. Talk about the book fair, Diddy Smith. We live on app. The book fair. I never had any money for the book fair. <laughs> that's North Carolina shit. That's North Carolina shit. Like, it's you know it's, it's we was window shopping though. We was window shopping. Yeah. We was window shopping. Yeah, but I got yeah. I had some homeboys, you know what I'm saying? And you know, they they came out with that CP3 poster for me. So I had that uh I had a poster of that in my room. You feel me? So he was the first guy I was looking like, all right, 
North Carolina, let me get to league. And then John, whenever he started doing his thing, he was one of them dudes that was really reaching back. Like he'll uh he I had before I even got locked in with him, I had a pair of his Reeboks. I got him from one of my homeboys. I had a pair of his Reeboks. And then uh when I started getting to age, I, I had his shoes, you know what I'm saying? He used to look out for me, make sure I was good, like in terms of gear and all that stuff. So those two guys are sure. like these are North Carolina guys that make me want to make it. And we all play the same position. When was the coming out party for Dennis Smith Jr.? Because I remember the first time I saw you. I don't know if you remember this, but I was at the Chris Paul camp like 2012, 2013. I was with Chris the whole week in that YMCA, that gateway YMCA in Winston. I saw you. It was you. It was my guy, Jalen Robertson. I think Tyus Jones was there. You remember that camp, right? Uh-huh. Jalen Brunson, Tyler Ulis, yep. Oh, you yeah. hear the names? Jalen Brunson, Tyler Ulis. Yeah. Like, was that mm-hmm. one of your coming out parties right there at that CP3 camp? I think so. I had a solid – I actually had a really good camp, actually. I had a really good camp. So some people started taking notice, but my official, like, all right, he here was the um, the high school OT in 20 my, – my sophomore year. Ooh, yeah. When we played Justin Jackson, and he had the 40, then I had 40. Uh, yeah. We played Seven Woods, and I had that battle with him. So after that tournament, that's when people start taking notice. Like, okay, like this little dude here, bro. When you was at Trinity, I saw y'all at Word of God. I still got pictures and videos. I took my son; he was like nine, bro. I'd never seen Word of God jam packed that like that packed that night when y'all came to Raleigh to play Word of God, bro. I remember that shit too. We had them weak ass gray uniforms. It was up though. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the gray uniforms, the gray, the gray with the maroon. I think it was maroon or burgundy. Yeah, they was hella big. I remember that. <laughs> so you're you're from Fayetteville. Shout out to everybody in the 910, man. You I know you're a big J. Cole fan, Dennis, but what's on the Dennis Smith Jr. music playlist right now? When you in the lab training. When you ride to the games, when you get hype, what's on the playlist right now, my boy? Man, it varies, man, because it depends on what mood I'm in. Like sometimes you might catch me in a weight room and I'm I'm playing around the eyes. I'll go around the eyes to Pandora and just let that rock out. Or you come in there, I got some old TI on. Like these last two days been DMX. It's dark and hell is hot. Just letting that album ride. So it it varies. Then sometimes I listen to V's, the new artist V's, he hard. I've been, oh, hearing about yeah. I've been hearing a lot about these. Been hearing about bro, he nice, yeah. He he hard, Rob Nine, he hard. I like little Tyler, yeah. he be swagging. So you know, it, it varies, bro. And what you, you on you, that deal? Oh, that what, what you riding? What you riding to right now, Ant? Shit, right now, bro. Um, I'm on the Babyface Ray. I'm telling y'all, Babyface Ray, summer's my album, album of the summer. Hard. He's I hard, love Babyface Ray, bro. He go crazy, crazy. I know yeah, a lot, bro. I've been, on, I, I've been on, um, man, I've been on that that Drake Travis Scott meltdown song, bro. That's been my motivation for everything. And um, I ain't tapped into that album yet. Utopia yeah, is man. fire. Utopia is Utopia fire. is crazy, bro. I've been on that. Mm. Um, I was on Nas Godson recently. I always put Nas. That's my favorite rapper ever. And then. Tony Touch got the death taped out. So, you know, they got all the all the old school guys on that. And then my homie Rambo Keese and my homie Three from Charlotte. Both of them from Charlotte. But that's what yo, I've been speak, on, man. Yo, speaking of Charlotte, man, I'm going to ask y'all. We got two North Carolina cornerstone legends right here. 
One from Fayetteville, Fayetteville, shout out to the 910. And one from Charlotte, you know, I'm from Johnston County. Everybody know me. But if, can we get a, I want to ask y'all why I got y'all here. Can we ever get a true North Carolina Pro-Am? I'm seeing guys in Raleigh, shout out to them doing the Pro-Am. TJ Warren, them guys, I see them in Raleigh. I'm seeing the guys in Charlotte with the Queen City. Lavelle Moten, we talked about it with my guy Lavelle. Bro, we got to find a way. Because I'm seeing the debates, y'all. 910 versus 919, 252 versus 828, 336 versus 704. Who wins? Who's going to win if they have a real NC Pro Am and we play by area code? Here we go. Mm. Here we go. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. It's tough. The, 336, the 704 looking tough, man. 919, I don't know, Diddy. What are we doing? Shit. Uh, 252, tough. Tough, they got some, they got some ballers two five two. Bam, man, that's Bam, man, bi over there. Scrappy. I don't know. I, I mean, mean, it depends. You know me. Oh, you know what I'm saying? If I'm if I'm playing, I'm going nine one zero. Yeah, I can hear what you. Five, what five you bringing from the nine one zero? let me try to think of some bigs first, man. So that that'd be the hard part for us. We so guard heavy where I'm from. Man, I don't know, bro. I'll you put me out there and you y'all figure the rest out. I'm gonna go my team. Yeah, I, no, I know you're gonna get out, but listen, all of the guys <laughs> from North Carolina come to Charlotte and play in the Pro Am here. Shout out I to agree. the Queen City Pro Am. My brother, Alonzo Coleman, Malcolm Sanders, the big homie over there, Carol Heaven Center, the Curry Court. Everybody comes and plays it. I have to put my five together. I'm not gonna be on the court. I ain't playing the wrong time. <laughs> He said you coach it. I ain't put a let Dennis got down, cross me up and duck on me and shit like that. I ain't had that help. <laughs> hey, Dennis, you I got saw young you. 25 years old. I'll be 38 next month. I ain't playing with him. I saw you down <laughs> in Miami at the Miami Pro Am, Dennis, with Tyler Hero, Bam, and those guys. I've never been to the Miami Pro Am. What was the atmosphere of the Miami Pro Am compared to others? I saw you in Toronto too at the Ball Don't Stop joint. Yeah, the atmosphere, the atmosphere is crazy in both of them. But the Miami Pro, that's it's like it's more competitive. You know what I'm saying? Like we really playing. I done start picking up full. You feel me? Like, yeah, that shit was that shit was epic, bro. And, and then I'm hooping with Bam too. You feel me? Like since we was 12, so now we playing together 25. This shit fun, man. Bro, you, you, you should have came down here this summer, bro. I know, I know, I know. I, we talked about it. I, 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 when? How long you gonna be there in Miami before you go I'm back? To, I'm dipping out September 1st. Bro, we might have to swing it, man. We might have to swing it down there, Amo. Wednesday and Friday. Wednesday and Friday to you. Well, don't give Honestly. me a great reason to come to Miami. I'm down there, bro. Bro, it's, that's, 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 an hour, that's an hour flight, guys. That's an hour, hour. flight from the down there. Yeah, that ain't shit. Ain't no more. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to ask you, man, you always been known as a high flyer since high school, jumping out the gym. You got the bunny package. So who mm -hmm. is your favorite in-game dunker, Dennis, besides yourself. Who is your favorite in-game dunker of all time? Because my guy is Sean Kemp, but who who is your favorite in-game dunker of all time? Mm, I like Sean Kemp. But for I, well, the shit, for my era, I'm going Blake Griffin. Mm. Uh, it was a time. There was a time where he was really obliterating people, bro. Blake Griffin was ridiculous, bro. He was like before... Twitter and all that was going crazy. You had to really watch Sports Center and you see his top tens. His shit was different. And now he just camping out at the three point line and pick and pop. 
Yeah, that's crazy. And I played with him in Detroit for a little bit too. So yeah, it, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. Everything worked in a circle. You know what I what I thought of you when I saw you in high school, bro? You gave me what's that? You gave me Steve Francis vibes Steve Francis, immediately, yes. immediately, bro. When <laughs> I saw you, like you got the hot, like you got the hot set up, like Steve had before you get into your move, and then if it's any sight of daylight in the lane. Niggas getting took off on. You know what I'm saying? And that's Thanks. that's who I compared you to. I said, he a pro. I said, Steve Frank. If I look at a player in high school and I can compare him to a pro, I say he a pro. He a pro. Yeah, that's how I be thinking. That's how I think about yeah. it too. Yeah, that's real talk. But we pros. We know what we're looking at. You know what I mean? And like Grant Williams worked out with him when he was in Tennessee. And this is just about the work. You know what I'm saying? And about like seeing it. I told Grant Williams we worked out twice, played pickup down here in Charlotte. He was at Tennessee. He was going to leave that next year after that season. This is the summer. I said, hey, bro, what you think you are? He was like, man, I just, you know, I think I can play in the NBA. Okay. He humble. I love that. Who you think you are? I don't know. I, was like, I said, bro, you got to be P.J. Tucker, but you got to make threes. So you got to right. go on four positions right. and make threes. And he hit all them threes in the playoffs that year. And I FaceTimed him when he was him and his dad shout his dad shout to Uncle Ben, his uncle who helps coach my AAU team. And he picked the phone and was like, he and he said he was like, you was right. I said, I told you, bro. I can see it. All I needed was two workouts. I can yep. see a pro. It's right there. You know what I'm saying? You be and I love you know it. Yeah, yeah, bro. But it's just I love where you at in your mindset in your career, where it's like, I'm going to be like, bro. I want you to be the defensive player of the year next year. Ooh. They ain't going to have to play. I'm putting money on you being a defensive player of the year next year. Straight up. They're going to be scared both, to see you. Real talk, bro. That's what you hang your hat on. And then you're going to average 20. You feel me? That shit going to go. Like, like huh? Dennis, you know some guys in the league, like they might kind of like shy away from certain matchups when they see games on the schedule. Well, oh yeah, they definitely do that. Which point guard matchups do you see on the schedule? Because we know we just saw the schedule release the other day. I know you already took a look at it. Which point guards do you kind of like like salivate where it's like, you know what, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to guard that guy. Because there's so many dynamic guys in the league now, the Trey Youngs. It's hard to defend these guys one-on-one. -on -one. Nobody can actually stop anybody. But who do you look for to guarding from a competitive standpoint? Mm. To be honest, I, to be honest, like and it's crazy. I was just telling my dog this, like about um, cause we was working out on the field today for my car. It was on the football field, so I'm like, yeah, that's what I liked about playing corners. A lot of times it turned to a one on one, and I know I could have made it to the league, cause competitively, I'm like anybody that's out there that they say it's nice. You gonna have to show me, bro. I'm not just gonna tell you. Got to show me. So show I don't me. really, I don't really, I don't right. pick and choose anybody. Like it, it don't matter. Bro, you're going to have to show me, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I also think, like, I always hear people say, like, can't nobody stop anybody one-on-one. -on -one. I stop motherfuckers one-on-one. -on -one. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, with no help. I don't need no help. A lot of times. You, you were top two. So, you were talk two. Talk your shit. You were top two this year. And, hey, like, pop that shit. Like, yeah, you feel me? And, I, and, that, and that's what hella miss, hella miss game. So I always, like, I look, I get excited about that. Like, if I got it's been times I had to play Steph. When I was in Portland, I had to play Steph on TNT, 
And I ain't played for five, six games in a row. And now I got to come out here and play 40 and chase him around all game. It ain't never a point where I'm like, oh, man, here we go. Like, nah, bro, yeah. come on. You got to show me. How important is the conditioning, Dennis, the guard and the guy like Steph for 40 minutes? How, how vital is that conditioning aspect? Like you said, you was on a football field training. Because that's where I see the improvement with you. Like, you're in top shape. You can guard guys and move the puppies for 94 feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That condition, that's number one. That's number one. Because honestly, from a competitive standpoint, one and two is important, but you gotta be able to do it, bro. You can't just do it for two possessions and be like, Well, I did it. Nah, hell nah. You gotta lock up four quarters. You know what I'm saying? Because you'll get embarrassed, you right? Four quarters. <laughs> you'll get embarrassed Man. Bro, when you out there trying to play tired, that's when you get shitted on. That's the worst time to try it. <laughs> like in the game, just these pros. Right. You out there trying to play tired, but you better put that fist up and come out of the game, bro, because it's gonna get bad. Put that fist up, man. That's funny, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the ego uh, that's... and pride. Some guys have their ego and pride, and they got the ego and pride, bro. Man, yeah, you, you know how it go, bro. Yeah. You know how it go. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm gonna ask you this. I'm gonna ask you. Go ahead. Go ahead. We we both you know all three of us are from North Carolina. We grew up hooping dirt courts. I like to call it the dirt court diaries, right? We we from NC. We played in the backyard. Sometimes there was no outdoor concrete court. It was like a blessing just to get inside a gym sometimes. I don't know about y'all too, but where I'm from, it was like, man, I can count on one hand how many times we had access to go inside an air-conditioned gym as teenagers, right? We was always outside, it seemed like. So I want y'all two guys to give me your favorite dirt court basketball memories, being from North Carolina, being a kid in the backyard, going from the dirt court to the NBA. Like, that's some legendary shit, man, if you want to be honest, man. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. You can go first. Be, nah, you go, bro. Shit, you, 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 hey, man. You go where did first. Y'all, where did y'all play at, Dennis, in, in the field? Well, y'all, I know y'all had to be outside with tree stumps all in the yard. <laughs> yeah, so... So when I was in faith, now you know my folks is from Godwin. So that's Ooh, hella country, that's like country, my great uncle. Yeah. Super rabbit traps and all that, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah. but when I'm in Fayetteville, we just had like a slab of, like, we weren't allowed to have goals up because they said it started too many fights. I was in an apartment complex, the project. Yes, sir. But um, we'll go to the neighborhood across the street and we'll grab the goals and roll them all the way back to Terry Garden. So we'll have mismatched goals on like, 15 feet of concrete, bro. You know what I'm saying? Playing basketball. That's what we did in my neighborhood. And my grandma crib, you know, you just play on the grass till it turned to dirt. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's how we got it in out there. Yeah, I say for me, um, Kings Park Apartment, same thing. We They wouldn't put a basketball goal up. So we used to use the, before they put a goal up, me and my mama moved, but they we had to go like put like uh the little types goals up and raise them all the way up as high as we could yeah. to play other than that and then you play mm -hmm. like it's grass until it's, it's it's dirt and they used to get mad at us because they come over there and cut the grass they're like they out here playing i'm like well, we ain't got no basketball court you know what i'm saying right and then right King, uh little rock apartments we had a court over there but it was the same thing like d just said like it'd be fights and then turn to shootouts. You know what I'm saying? So like my mama would be like, well, you got to come ahead before the lights come on because they're going to start tripping up there because they start playing for money. 
little dope boys come up there and start to tripping. You know what I'm saying? We and, getting, we, you know, we getting the dirt court diaries. Not to cut you off, man. We getting the dirt court diaries. Yeah. But yeah. Dennis, yeah. talking about the community, bro. Like, how does it feel having your own basketball camp back in the same community? Fayetteville. We seen the crime, the violence in Fayetteville, but you being able to give back to the kids, bro, like that's one of the coolest things I've seen you do, bro. You really invested in the community. Talk a little bit about your basketball camp back at home in Fayetteville. Honestly, that's probably the most important thing I do in the summertime, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. That's a, that's the most important thing I do. Like go out there and get them kids, somebody that they can look up to. And more importantly, like it's somebody they can touch. You know what I mean? Because it'll be different if I'm like, oh, I got this camp going on back home and I'm not there and I'm charging them an arm and a leg, you know, like I'm, I, it's for free. You know what I'm saying? It's a free camp. Bring the kids in, first come, first serve. And uh, I'm an NBA player that was in their same shoes and now they can talk to me and shake my hand and, and be at a camp and be in the same gym as me. So the inspiration for them kids, I don't think anything else is uh, more important than that in the summertime. Bro, that's that's dope, bro. Like, keep doing that because, like you said, man, you never know. You would never know if you just inspire one kid, bro, to change his life or be inspired to have any type of dreams. Because I feel like with the violence in the streets now, the musical influence, a lot of kids really like they starting to like not even have no dreams no more. Like everybody just yeah. want to like drink lean or like take perks. Like everybody is into the wrong things. So you having that basketball camp, because I know how rough Fayetteville is. Like, people don't understand how yeah. crazy that city is. So I applaud you, bro, for doing that. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a great thing you're doing. So keep doing that for real. Right. For sure. For sure. I appreciate that. Like you said, if I change one of their lives, I done did my job. So, Bro, you yeah, done bro. did your job, bro. We got, we're going to take one call before I let you go, Dennis. We got my guy Mikey Jets. He been on hold. Mikey Jets, live from Chicago. Yeah, what up, my G? What's poppin'? What's poppin'? What's good, Mikey? What's up, Mike? What's good with it, man? Shit, just chillin', chillin'. Um, just finished uh, winding down a, a busy day of just meetings and shit. And I'm just at the crib, you know. Uh, rolled up some of my medicine and uh, just listening in, man. Uh, <laughs> and tomorrow, you, you sound know, like you had a long day. Yes, D sir. Smith. D Smith been watching you for a minute since you came in, man. Love your game. Uh, you, 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 you remind me of some of my, uh, you know, Chi-Town, uh, brothers that, in, you know, grew up and, uh, you know, just with your game and your bounce, you remind me of a few players and one particular, like, similar to like Will Bynum, you know what I'm saying? Another small guard, another, another small guard that just was just explosive and a takeoff on you, you know, without you even noticing, you know what I'm saying? So, um, definitely a, a big fan of your game. Um, you did. Um, you did. Um, you did a lot of good things. Um, last season, like uh, Cuff said, you stepped up your defense. I think that's one of your niches now, and uh, just build off that. And now you with a team of just um, all of y'all pretty much in the same age group, you know. And it's like um, over there in Brooklyn, y'all can do some special things. I know you. You know whether you coming off the bench, starting. You don't. You don't know. You don't care. But um, I know you just gonna fit in what they got going on because it's like I said, it's it, you got a team of, of guys that's going to fly under the radar. And, you know, but you know, y'all got a team full of just people that can probably have 15, 20 points, balanced scoring. Like, it ain't got to be, 
you know, one Pacific dude. Y'all got a lot of dudes over there that can go off for, you know, 20 or more points on any, any given night. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what y'all do over there in uh, BK. Hey, Dennis, last question. Mm -hmm. Are we going to see, because I know you had conversations, you've been around them. Are we going <laughs> to see the Ben Simmons revenge tour this year? Because we've seen all the mm. criticism, everybody throwing stones at Ben. But you've been around him. You're his teammate now. Are we going to see the revenge tour from Ben Simmons? Because I want to see him shut everybody up, man. Right. You and me both. You and me both. I, I don't, I, you know, I don't like to speak on what, what somebody going to do. But what I will say is, like, Paul's brother look good right now. Like, he look like he on top of his game. You know what I'm saying he look healthy. He sound confident. Whenever uh, whenever we speak to each other, um, he in a good place mentally. And then, shit, he got a dog. Like, I'm riding with him. You feel me? Like, I don't think it's no other player that I'd rather be a teammate of right now just because I know how I am. Like, I know how I am about my work and about competing. You feel me? And I feel like it'll be good for me to be around him. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm excited for bro. I'm super excited for him this year. I've been telling all my people that. Y'all got some pieces of hey, Mikael hey, Bridges. Mikael hey, Bridges looking real good on Team USA, bro. Cam, too. I like Cam, too. Man, who's the hands? The boys is working, yeah. bro. We was in Vegas. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. You know what that team they got there, I promise you, if Ben Simmons do what he need to do, he could be, if not leading the league in assists, he could be top three in assists this season with just, just that team. He got a, a team full of just shooters, people that can put the ball on the floor. You know, he can be himself. He ain't even about him, okay? He can have his Ben Simmons games where he just want to might have 10, 12 points, maybe 15, and have, you know, 10 or more assists and, and maybe, a, a, you know, some 10 rebounds. He can do that consistently over there. I can see him doing that. And like I said, he, he, and, it, and it's like when y'all go small ball, I can see him playing center. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. know, he's, I just yeah. see a lot, of, a lot of versatility with that team because y'all got weapons. Like I say, you got Cam over there. You got Mikhail. He coming into his – his form, you know what I'm saying? So he's going to be like a vocal point for the team. So it's, you know, it's like you got a lot of uh, just weapons over there that, you know, can go off at any given moment, including yourself, D. Smith. So it's like, And Jock Vaughn. Jock yeah. Vaughn, man, he's yeah. so underrated. I know, Shout I know out you're to excited Jock about playing for Coach Jock Vaughn because he's a player's coach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love JV. I love JV. I love. I, I just see him in Miami too, man. He, he a real good dude. And I worked out with him in Vegas. He get his work in, super hands-on, and I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited just like he is. Bro, but That's there you have it. I, I don't want to hold Dennis up too much, man. I know it's the offseason. You're down in Miami, my brother. Get your rest. We applaud you, bro. You've always been a real one. Anytime I hit you, you show up, bro. I really appreciate day one shit, bro. So congratulations on all your success, bro. We're going to be rocking out with you. Brooklyn Nets, y'all poised for a playoff push. So we, we, we you, y'all gonna be one of my favorite uh, league pass teams this year. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. I'm definitely gonna be playing sure. with the Nets on 2K24, man. Shout out my man Ronnie 2K, man. September 7th, man. Make sure y'all get that yeah. new 2K24, man. But there you have yes, it. Hey, let, let everybody know where they can follow you on your socials before we go. Man, uh, D Smith Fo on Instagram. I don't even remember my Twitter, man. Y'all can holler at me on Facebook, Dennis and Jr. Make it easy. <laughs> For real. That's it. It's going to pop up, man. He got that blue check. He good.
Got the blue check, uh-huh. baby. But I appreciate you, my brother. Thanks for pulling up, my hey. guy. Appreciate it. Y'all be smooth, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Y'all talking yeah. to me, brother. North Carolina in the building, always. Hell yeah. Making noise. Bro, that was real, bro. That's some real Carolina shit right there, Amo. Real Carolina shit, you know. You ain't even asking no J. Cole questions. <laughs> See, I, I that's it. No, I already did. had him on. Yeah, I had him on my show before, so we tried to mix it up, but I asked him about like being from Fayetteville and we we did a couple of music questions earlier. Okay, okay, okay. Shout out to DSJ though, man. Big year on the ride. He gonna, he gonna have a big year in Brooklyn, I think. Oh yeah, especially yeah. with that team, bro. I see, like, and they need it. You know, you, you know, you, we knew something was missing with that team. You know, when they first made that trade, even though they went on a, a, a winning winning streak as soon as that trade happened, but we knew they was missing just missing some things off the bench, and he gonna be one of them important pieces um, off the bench. Hey, and I want to ask you, man. We live on AMP right now. Cuff the legend, Anthony Morrow. Lexi Brown is not here tonight. She had practice with the L.A. Sparks, but Lexi going to be back. We holding it down for you. The Boxing One Club, we here. Y'all been watching the FIBA basketball, right? The, the, you know, the, the preliminary games, the little, the little tune-up scrimmage. Yeah, right? and, and all I got to say is Ant-Man, Ant-Man. Yo, yeah, I want to yeah. say that right here, live on the Some Do Show with Amo and Cuffs, man. Mikey Jets calling in. I'm going to ask y'all, and I'm going to see what everybody got to say in the chat, man. Is Anthony Edwards, is he ready to have an MVP caliber season? Because Look, I just I, said it. We here. We here now. I just said it, Cuffs, in, um, in a room on Clubhouse not too long ago. I just really, I just said, I said, don't be surprised, y'all. I'm, I'm calling it now. I said, and man going to average for the Timberwolves this year close to 30 points a game this year. I see. I, 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 see, see, him, I can see him doing that because he, he, he coming in. You got to think about it. He coming in just playing. When you get on that world stage, you come back with that just – with that cockiness, because now you didn't, you saw you didn't dominate it against countries where you didn't see, you didn't heard this and heard that, and you didn't, you didn't put on a show. So now when you come back to the league, you just, it's like you, you see how he even looking at them. He just laughing, he smiling, he talking shit. You know what I'm saying? And that, I think he gonna, he gonna come into the, uh, this season with that attitude. You know whether you know his teammates ready or not, he gonna be ready. He, he gonna ready. lead by example. I think he gonna. You know, show that like, look, you know, respect the towns, but it's like, okay, town, I, I, it's my time now. Let me lead, and we let, let's get us. Let's see why we, why I can take us. You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm, and look at, it. I'm looking at it like this, Anthony. Like, I'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb. You tell me if you, if you feel the same way. I'm seeing a little yeah. bit of 2006, 2007, 2008 D Wade flashes, bro. Like he got the fadeaway jumper, bro. He got the size. We already mm-hmm. know he's a, a super athlete. Like, I think he's – I think Ant is really going to put Minnesota on his back. But the other question I have for you, Ant, is, is it time for Carl Anthony Towns to humble himself, put his ego aside, and just be the number two option? You know, give, you, give us 22, 23, oh, 10. Is it time for Cat to step aside, Ant? Because it's, 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 it's Anthony Edwards' team now. Bro, it's been time. Y'all remember in the playoffs, that first year in the playoffs? And it looked like it was Anthony, just yep. by his aggressiveness. Facts. Like, Facts. He got hurt. He didn't, yeah, he, he didn't shoot well one of the games. The elbow was messed up or something. But that's been his team. He the one. It ain't, it ain't even close. Like, especially now, like, talking about him looking at him now playing in the USA, like, his body looked different. You're taking that serious. 
working on his game. And I've been knowing, shout out to Ant Man. I've been knowing him since when he before he went to Georgia. And I know his people, shout out his people in Georgia, one his big homies of Barber down there and his auntie. I know his aunt. And I'm like, look, man, it's time to go. You know, and he on go. You ain't gotta he in first gear. You know, when them young guys be in first like in first gear like that, you ain't gotta tell them nothing. And now he understanding the work. So now you can see he working on his game, working on his body. He's a one. I said cat is a two. You know what I'm saying? I don't have no problem with cat. Cat's great. Like I, I yeah, think he's yeah, a great no, player. No knock great on talent. cat, but cat just yeah, got him. He, he got a nah, pick yeah, I knew, I knew I knew he was the one that game when they played the Golden State Warriors. Golden State was out there had you know they had their team, you know, everybody know what the Warriors bring to the table. He went out there mm-hmm. and said he said, man, he was out there laughing at them. I think that's that game. He put up like a 50 ball almost on them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was out there lighting mm-hmm. them up, laughing at them. That he that's I think that's when Steve it, it put him on Steve Kerr radar. Like that's why Steve Kerr loving and coaching him right now. He even just said out his mouth. A few days ago, like, nah, he he got basically he got the green light. He the man on this team right now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So and he, 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 right. I'm so you, look, we, we got the FIBA basketball world cup is actually starting in like a couple days. And you know, we've seen the the emergence of Anthony Edwards. You know, he's cooking, he had a like 34, I think, the other day. He killed Germany, right? Austin we see, yeah, we see, we're seeing Austin Reeves, what he is doing. The hype is real. Steve mm-hmm. Kerr, I think the question is, going into the FIBA Basketball World Cup, Steve Kerr is going to have to handle these rotations because yep. we saw Brandon Ingram on the bench in, cl- in closing time. Austin Reeves, you can't take Austin Reeves off the floor at this point. And yep. shout out my boy Bobby Portis. He's been going doing this thing, too. You know what I'm saying? B-O-B. Yeah, shout out to know, B-O-B. BP. BP been doing this thing. So there's another guy that's like, you know, could be a star on any team. You know what I'm saying? But he come off that bench play as well. And he step up, you know, in big moments. He ain't fret. And he can he can shoot through, he can shoot from anywhere basically now. You know, he can shoot the three. He can go. He got Ben had a post game, you know. So I like I just like what he's doing on that team. Hey yo, shout out to everybody in the chat, man. I see y'all. Uncle Phil said, get your ass in the post, Carl Anthony Towns. Get your big ass in the paint. <laughs> I see it. Get yes, your sir. big ass in the paint. I agree because <laughs> I think what happened with Cat, he fell in love with that three ball. When he was in that three point contest, ever since that three point contest, he really said, you know what? I'm Drazen Petrovic now. I'm he Anthony Morrow. <laughs> He's Anthony Morrow. Yeah, he got he the trip. Talking about the best big. I'm the best shooter that's a big ever. Come on, bro. Dirty <laughs> Whiskey's still alive. Dirty Whiskey's still alive, bro. You tripping. <laughs> and he's been living his best life off the court, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's been living you know his best mean? life. Shout out to Cat. You, you flourishing. I see you out there in the pastures. You're flourishing, my boy. But you're number two now. This is Ant- this is Anthony Edwards' team, y'all. Yeah, that's yeah. Ant, I call him Ant Jordan, man. He got a little Mike in him, man. He got that. He got that. He got that. You from Chicago. <laughs> Mikey from Chicago, so he gonna have a little uh, bit Andy of country as hell no. like Jordan, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They be asking him questions. Yeah. Like, I used to love when they used to ask him questions his first year. You know, he was mm-hmm. just still just super country and just, you know, just so raw mm-hmm. with it. He was just... Maybe when he was talking about the Popeye's chicken and he was taking phone yeah. calls in the middle of the interview, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. so. he's got thing. He's still a baby, you know what I'm saying? Like overall, but he's locking in in terms of the game, and that's what I love to see. Like 
you can tell when a player transitioning from being a young guy to like, okay, now I understand what it means to be a pro. And when you I'm got that much talent under the head and a star, like I know what I am now and I know what to work towards. And I'm he's so young that that's going to be scary for a lot of people next season. And he's been you know watching them tapes. And he's been watching them. You can tell he's been watching some tapes of Jordan, Kobe, yep. you know, mm -hmm. even yep. Braun. He's been watching some tapes of certain individuals that, you know, like that fit his game and where he wants to take his game. I just think Ant needs to just, you know, next step for him is just the defensive end more. You know, he get more active on there, use his body, use his strength on that end too. Uh, yes. You know, like I say, the, the sky's the limit for him. Mm -hmm. and the, thing, the thing I like most about Anthony Edwards, man, I saw it since high school, the charisma, but his personality and his confidence, like some people kind of, I guess they was rubbed the wrong way at first. They thought he was like too brash or a little arrogant. I like the shit. Yeah. Yeah. I like me talking his shit because I feel like that's missing in today's game. Like a lot of guys mm -hmm. kind of like they tried to like hide their confidence because they worried about what the media gonna say. Right. You know, yeah, they, that's they what about what people gonna say. It's, it's a it's about being confident, bro. I, I love I love to see his personality on display. And I think we're gonna see that as we go into this FIBA basketball world cup. He's really gonna blossom. He's gonna become a household name through this FIBA World Cup. Because there's, oh, yeah, there's nothing there's nothing else mm -hmm. on. There's no other basketball in, you know, until the NBA starts. Everybody's going to get a glimpse and a chance to really see Anthony Edwards is really a superstar, bro. I just need to see Ant, you know, no disrespect to the, the sneakers he's wearing right there, but I need to see Ant and Nike, man. So, man, so hopefully, you know, when that little situation up, man, Nike come knocking at his door, man. He need, he need, some, he need that swoosh hey. on his feet, man. Hey, you know hey, Mike, they, hey, they coming with that bag, man. That man don't care what's on his feet. <laughs> <laughs> you know how that go. No, I know hey, how that go. Hey, yo, hey, I'm going to ask you, Ann. Ann, I know you hey, Ann, I know you've been seeing some of the Rico Hines runs out there at UCLA. Ann, yeah. man, what's up with these NBA players? Maybe I'm old school, y'all. But what's up with these NBA players playing pickup ball in these Travis Scott outfits? We seen Devin Booker. <laughs> look, we seen Devin Booker with a beanie on and the baggy pants, like cargo pants. What is up with these players? Maybe I'm old school, but did you ever work out and with like an outfit on? Like you going to the club? Like what's up with the new players, man? Man, hell no, nah, man. That's 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 just a generation thing, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, we put the long tights on with the shorts. I yes, played a generation where the shorts got shorter and stuff, which is cool. But, I mean, now it's like these guys are like moguls to their organizations and to their city and to their fans. So, like, the rappers hanging out with them, they're hanging out with the rappers. So, they like, you know, that's how they dress it. You know what I'm saying? And workout, <laughs> so, so I don't get it. I don't hey, get it, brother. I swear to God, well, boys be out there looking like models, man. I'm like, damn, boy. Hey, it's not a looking like you want to be a model, boy. You're supposed to be in Paris or something on the runway. You're getting this work in today, champ. You know, but it is what it is. Hey, but I just see the episode. See, I didn't even know this. I just, just just before I got on with y'all, I watched the newest episode of Winning Time, which is probably one of the best shows on TV. And Larry Bird. Walked on to the Indiana State because he, because he, his whole thing was like getting motivated about some competition because there's nobody stop him. So when his coach, you know, the Indiana coach had grabbed him up, like, man, come through our practice, you know, we got a good team. Da da da. Man, that nigga, he walked through the door, bro. He walked through the door and said, "Pass me the fucking ball." 
And, and the coach like, we don't use uh, profanity here. He's like, all right, well, just pass. he's like, just pass me the ball. He's like, you want some shorts and some sneakers? He's like, no, nah, I'm cool. We had on jeans, uh, a hillbilly uh, flannel shirt, a long sleeve shirt, rolled up, and he had and he had on uh some working boots. He had on them them working. He had on working boots, and he went out there and put up a fifty ball, and he was counting points every time he scored. He like that's thirteen, coach. That's twenty seven. He lost count one time. He's like, what's that? Coach was like, that's forty three. He's like, okay, he go forty five. Bow. He just bro. Yeah. Hey, yo, hey, yo, earlier we were talking about Magic Johnson and Steph Curry. You know, Steph said he the greatest point guard. Him and Magic. This has always been one of my things. I grew up in that era. I was a little kid watching them games with my dad. Bro, I know Aunt, I know your pops will probably tell you this same type of story. I really yeah. feel like Larry Bird, as time goes by now, you know, the new generation is, and such, you know, it's a lot of old granny highlights on YouTube, everything in HD now with these new players. A lot of these kids, they disrespect Larry Bird when they do these rankings and these all-time Mount Rushmore's and shit. Larry 100%. Bird, bro. Larry Bird, like I feel like he can play was a in any era. He, was a he can play in any era. He could play right now in this era. And Luca can play now. Larry Bird in his prime can play now. I'm gonna tell you, bro. I was one of the fools that used to disrespect. I was like, because I used to see how you know when Larry Bird had kind of like that slow wind up like shot. Now that mm -hmm. I see like now when I really went back and watched some tapes, bro, because like like I said. When you watching this winning time show, it's gonna make you actually go back and watch real footage, just as a basketball fan, just to see what you can like stuff you might have not been up on. You know what I mean? And oh. I've earned a newfound respect for Larry. I mean, I always revered him as one of the all time greats. Knew that always, but it's yeah. just when you see the the stuff in detail, and then the actors they have on this show is uh, they they look just like these dudes, and they acting just Amazing. like these dudes. And he's like, you see that, and you just like, man, Larry Bird was that nice. Like, dude, was he wasn't missing. He was just, just. I mean, he was a sniper, left hand sniper, and oh. it was, and he, he had, he had black dudes, like he would play against the toughest of black dudes and laugh in their face, like, oh, this, this all y'all got? Oh, hey, 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 speaking of Larry Bird, and when you was playing, like, what is it like guarding a guy like Steph is six three? So it's like he's he's kind of smaller. His wingspan is not that crazy. But how was it like you being out there on the wing, going against guys like a Cal Corver, that same size? Gordon Hayward is another guy that's like a six eight, six nine guy. Like those mm -hmm. guys being able to get that release off at the apex so high, you you pretty much are like at their mercy. You don't really have a chance. Like I don't even think Dirk Nowinski or Larry Bird. They don't, I don't think they even see the contest. Brandon Ingram's the same way. How do you feel about yeah. that? At like. Going, you were a shooter, but like going against shooters where they're, they're so tall, they gonna get their shot up on anybody. Bro, I'm gonna tell you, bro. I I played with Pauls and against Kevin Durant. That's a whole different situation, bro. I'm talking about six eleven, got every move, but when he raised up, he not even looking. He don't even see the contest with six he nine. Don't see you. He don't see you. You see what I'm saying? He not even looking at that. He like I already know where I'm going. I'm gonna get off. That's why, like, like I'm a the quick story, like, real, what I heard, like, with Larry Bird. They played, I guess it might have been the Hawks, somebody, and he played the whole game left-handed, and he told me he was going to play left-handed because he said, I'm saving my right hand. I think they had the Lakers the next game or something. I saw that. I said, footage. bro, that's some different kind of shit, bro. That's different. 
You know what I'm saying? He was hitting floaters with the left. He was crazy. Bro, he played the whole game left handed, had 40 something. I said, bro, y'all, I said, look, LeBron came in and it was the debate who's the best small forward ever. You know, LeBron earned it. But I mean, at the same time, bro, you can't. He's 20, he 25, 10, 5 for his career. No, over all that time. Number three, T top three for small forward all time. No, I, it's, shit, it's, really? To me, is 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 LeBron. It's him, and it's like that third one is like between Pippen and and and, and uh and um, man, it's just it's tough. It's so many of them, bro. Like, like Dominique like, Wilkins up there, some, some guy, yeah, Dominique Wilkins. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That's, some guys. That's my dad, guy, Dominique Wilkins. He can't tell him shit about Dominique. He better than Mike. He say that to this day. Yeah, there was like, a time. Man. There was a time, hey, Mo. I remember there was being a time where it was really close. Yeah, I was about seven, eight years old, around about the dunk contest before Michael Jordan started winning those rings. That was the yeah. ultimate separator because if you go back right now, even now, if you look at Dominique Wilkins, if you look at Dominique Wilkins' career stats, like, bro, he has so many seasons of 25, 26. He was getting buckets, sure. and he, he, he didn't even nice. have like a – he didn't have a crazy toolbox like that. It was just straight get to the spot, raise up. You can't stop. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. And a lot of people like, like you said, the kids don't really know about that, man. That moment was cold. I tell people Dominique was cold, bro. Yeah, a lot of the old greats I like was was really that like, you know, like I've been wrong, I've been in some rooms where, you know, they they disrespect the greats and it's like, ah, oh, these old stiffs and you know what I'm saying? They ain't, they yeah. weren't moving like us. I'm like, shit, go watch some tapes. Isaiah Thomas. And you, you think he wasn't right. moving and, and, and slicing through stuff? I say, go watch some tapes of Jordan. I say, it's still dudes that ain't moving like him ever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. um, I mean, Clyde and Clyde. Ron mm -hmm. Harper, when Ron Harper was young, Ron Harper, Cleveland. Yo, he was healthy. He was tough. He was, he was flying through the air like like Mike and, and, and them boys. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and let's <laughs> not talk about <laughs> Sean. Let me ask you. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was saying that. I was just talking about Ron Harper. They was low-key comparing him to Mike at one point. Bro, that's what yeah. I'm saying. That's why, that's why oh, this show is different because we, we, we hit that sweet spot. I tell people all the time, I'm so blessed to be born in the 80s where I saw pretty much the whole 80s era, the 90s era, 2000, 2010, now 2020 era. Like, bro, I remember those moments, those guys like the Larry Birds, bro, like the Ron Harpers. I saw Ron Harper when he was with the Cavs with Brad Darty and those guys. This before the knee injuries. It was a legit conversation. It was a legit conversation for about I say a good two years where it was like those Cavs and Bulls games on WGN on Saturdays, like they used, WGN, they used to kick Michael Jordan ass, those Cavs teams. Mark yeah, Price, with, with John Hot Rod Williams and Larry Nance and Brad Darty and Craig. Mark Price from Georgia Tech, bro. Come on, man. Michael Jordan no, had a forget, tough time. Don't forget Dominique's brother, nope. Jerry Wilkins. With Jared the Jared Wilkins. Jerry Wilkins. Wilkins. Yep. <laughs> I be telling people like, hey, bro, and Mike is my favorite player ever. Don't get it. Nothing twisted. My favorite player ever. But when he hit that shot over Craig Elo, I said, you see how he was celebrating? I said, it wasn't no social media back then. That man lost a lot of games before that. That's why he was that excited. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And Mike a killer. You know what I'm saying? Like defense, offense, everything. 
But I was like, that's why he was like that. You know, no, he, he went through some battles. He went through some battles. Shit. Hell yeah. It just wasn't on social media for them to like bash on him like they did LeBron for all them years. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And it got even harder when he went against Detroit and he had to like, okay, lose to them a few times. Get in that weight room and get right. He was like, okay, I know what I got to do now to these dudes. Once he figured, once he really studied them after getting whooped so many times, he not only mm -hmm. did he prepare himself, but he prepared Pip, he prepared Horace Grant, and he prepared everybody else. He said, we got to be just as physical, just as ruthless as them. And he said, don't worry about everything else. I They, they can't stop me. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Speaking of the wintertime joint, bro, like, Larry Bird should do what Mike did. A like, documentary. for real. Yeah, documentary. A documentary yeah, like yeah, we need a, we a, need long, a Prince Lick Indiana uh, documentary. On yeah, we, people need to see his, because his upbringing wasn't, I mean, it was rough. You know what I mean? Like, people don't know about his pops and all that. Like, he should he should do that. That'd be dope. I would love to see that. I, I agree, man. Like, we, 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 need, we need more of those time capsules from the OGs because, like, I think about it. Like, I thought at my family reunion recently. Like, I'm looking at the OGs, my uncles. I'm like, man, God, everybody's getting older. We all getting older. And mm -hmm. I just want the stories to be told right. You know, I want the, the right stories way. to be told right because you see it on Twitter, man. Like, a Charles mm -hmm. Barkley. Like people see Chuck now on TNT talking crazy, but they don't understand, man. Like I was he watching earned the right. He earned the right to talk that shit. He, like he earned the right. Like this is Charles oh, fucking Barkley, man. Like yeah. I know he can say some erroneous stuff sometimes, but people forget the reason why Barkley and Shaq. The reason why they talk about any young players or they have like certain constructive criticism is because mm. they were the guy. It's real talk, bro. And they Charles came from a generation. Yeah, bro. Like we came from that generation of fathers and uncles and shit. So we understand when Charles talking crazy like that. We may not agree with everything, but the younger generation, it's a little different. They like yeah, why you saying they're a little sensitive, little too sensitive. Y'all gotta call out what it really is. This generation don't get their ass whooped like we was getting our ass whooped. <laughs> no, 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 see. You ain't had your ass whooped to your grandma pull a switch off the tree and whoop your ass. See, that's, that's the difference. That, that, that's the mm -hmm. see, that's the difference. Charles Barkley grew up on that. Most of the OGs and a lot of us that's that was privy and to grow up in the eighties and nineties and, and, and up until now, uh, we, mm -hmm. we know about that. Whether you and you, if you in your thirties and you in your forties right now, you know about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's why yeah, yeah. you know these generations they grew up in areas where you, you hit your child, you might get locked up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, it's just different. That's really the, the biggest um different makers. And to to what y'all was saying about the Larry Bird documentary, I think the other more important thing that it would bring is that seeing that he was, you know, we all know he was white, you know, he come in an era where, you know, it was that was, you know, it was a lot of white privilege. You know what I mean? But and he was that yeah. one standout of a white guy that wasn't like you know, that didn't feed into the racial thing. You know what I mean? Whenever he got hit with something, he would sway away from that or he would always embrace, you know, even though he knew magic was, you know, he hated magic as a, you know, a, you know, on the competitive side, but he loved him and revered him as a brother. And that love grew, you know what I mean? When when the media and all them was trying to pit, pit them together and kind of make it a racial thing. And if you watch the Wintertime show, you will see that. You know what I mean. So that's why me, a Larry hey, Bird documentary would be important because it would it would it would show the racial, um, 
you know, just side of things too. You know, you know who I'm seeing that with right now. That's a good point, Mikey. You know who I'm seeing that it's it's very subtle, but I'm seeing that with Luka Doncic and Trey Young. Like the media from day one, they've tried to pit these two guys against each other because of the draft day trade. But like they they play similar, but yet it's it's two different type of players. Right, yeah. but I, I see a lot of like the site. I see a lot of divisiveness with yeah. the media. It's all, it's all media shit. Like nah, us media, as fans, yeah. like us as fans, we really, we really. I love both of their games. Like I'm a huge fan of Trey Young, huge fan of Luca. But for, if you notice, yeah. if you watch Twitter, certain media suckers they always try to make it like this rivalry. Like they try to manufacture the rivalry between these guys and make yeah, them and it's, and, it, and just imagine it was even worse for Magic and Bird because. Magic end up beating Bird in the national championship. They both get in the draft. It's like, okay, then they both get drafted to two rival teams of just always having a rival. And then, like I said, you know, it's always been this perception of Boston. We I don't need to even say that, especially yeah. back in those days. You know what I'm saying? So, no. you, know, yeah, yeah. you know, we know we know what words were being slang at players and different things and, you know, how people were treated back then. We don't even need to say that. But like I said, that's why it's important for somebody like a Larry Bird and just those individuals that were around back then to tell those stories, you know what I mean? Because they're all legends at the end of the day. Red Arbach, all-time legend. Larry Bird, all-time legend. Magic Johnson, all-time legend. Pat Riley, all-time legend. And everybody involved, from the Celtics to the whole team to the whole Lakers team, you know, all of them were legends. You know, they were part of special, you know, special things, you know what I mean? And like I said, I just love that we get to see and and now that the younger generation get to see like you know what it was back then, especially with uh, like I said, this winning time show because they they covering everything. You they see like we heard how Magic was. He had the ladies. You getting to see firsthand. He had the ladies. Like yeah, you know what I mean. Ladies. Like you know what I'm saying. He had them. You know. Hey yo, shout shout out to everybody in the chat. Uncle Phil said, "I hear Reverend Mikey coming out right now." Shout out to Uncle Phil in the chat. Yeah, Uncle Phil, shout out Uncle Phil, man. Let me ask you this, Ant. We live on Ant right now. Some dude show cuffs the legend. My co-host Anthony Morrow, ten-year NBA vet. We got Mikey Jets pulling up from Shy from the Shot Town. We saw the NBA schedule release, y'all. These matchups looking real spicy. What matchups are y'all looking forward to? Everybody in the chat as well. What I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to game to one. This new season. I'm looking forward to ring night because I'm look. I want us to be pissed off because we know that could have been ours if you know, especially somebody like Brian. He know like you know if he would have helped, he was on one foot. But no excuses though. We know you know we let our opportunity slip, and we need to go in there pissed off. And high altitude, ready to get some get back. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just getting, you know, let us lay down and get blew out. Sit you know what I mean? Yeah, we need, to, we need to put our foot down and just let them know, mm-hmm. like, look, th- that was last year, this this year. What's up? And we healthy now. What's up? What matchups, are, what matchups are you looking forward to, Anthony? Like going into this season, I'm looking forward to Lakers and Suns. I want to see. Yeah, we, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say ooh. that right quick, Ant, because we haven't seen LeBron and KD really get a chance to match up because of both guys have been out here and there with nagging injuries or just guys missing games. I'm I'm ready to see LeBron and KD because I feel like this is the Larry Bird magic, the golden era, the golden years. Who are you looking forward to seeing? <laughs> What matchups, Amo? So we're starting. We're kicking off October 
fifth. October eighteenth, I think. I think like mid October. Eighteenth. Bro, I want to see because I know the, the Timberwolves are going to be showcased. I need to see Ant Man against whoever is in front of him. That's the my number one. October twenty fourth, by the way. October twenty fourth. October twenty fourth. I need to see him for real, for real, bro. Like I want to see. The Celtics and Philly, I want to see them. I want to see everything, but honestly, bro, I got to see Ant-Man really get out and want to see how motivated he is coming off of this USA, this FIBA, like everything he's doing now. He going to be, he looked like the most motivated guy that I'm looking at right now. And you I think that I think. that's, that's you number one. I, you know what I think we're going to see, Ant? I think, I, I hate to say this, y'all. But I think we're going to see the Giannis revenge tour. Giannis, Giannis, oh, nah, he, he got to be on one right he's, now. He's being real quiet this offseason, if y'all notice. Giannis, yes, Giannis going to be on a revenge tour in the East. And I, the, the matchup I want to see in the East, I know everybody say Celtics and Heat. I want to see Celtics and Bucks. That's what I think the conference finals going to be this year. Celtics it's time. And it's like time that. for Tatum and Brown to step up. I want to see Tatum and Brown make that leap. I know they went to the finals against Golden State. They they choked against Miami. Game seven at the crib. Giannis revenge tour, Boston against the Bucks. I want to see that in the East. Because we already know the West gonna be the it's gonna be pandemonium in the West. Yeah. It's gonna it's a lot of young teams. Like, you know it's gonna be Denver out of there. The Lakers gonna always make noise. Phoenix gonna be right there. I don't know about the Warriors, but you can't never count them out. Steph said it. Um, Steph said. Steph said they're no longer the hunted. They're the hunters again. Yeah, Steph talking his shit, and he I love it. Shit. He talking spicy. He talking yeah, his shit. They don't always be the hunter. We gotta get out of here with that shit. I don't want to hear that. Nah, I mean, he won four. Look, the boy, the boy, he's a look. four-time NBA champion, and y'all just won a all, you just a year on a. a, a a year out of not winning one, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. You, 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 y'all to go to State Wars until you retire, until they break you and Clay up and that nucleus. Y'all are always gonna be the hunter. Y'all always gonna get everybody's top tier game when they Keep play. Keep it spicy, Mikey. Keep it spicy, yeah. Mikey. I don't want to hear that. I, see, I, let me try to see. That's be the thing. Because when it's come to LeBron, it's all it's, it's on ten every time. Now. Uh-uh, no, we gonna keep it. No, 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 family. It ain't no light coming off y'all because y'all lost one year. Y'all when y'all still on the radar because y'all snuck and won a fourth ring and, and y'all still in, in competition. Y'all still got y'all nucleus. They brought y'all boy Draymond back. He coming back on a new fresh hundred million dollar deal. Like, come on, yeah. bro. Like, stop it. Like, y'all still a, a competitive team went healthy. Y'all still a dangerous, uh a a a, a hard out. For any team in the West, and y'all gonna be right in the mix. I don't want to hear that now. We the we the hunters. No, you you gonna forever be the hunted, bro. You are all time great now. If you didn't recognize hey, it, you have four Rick, rings, brother. Like stop. You know what I mean? Like nah, you're all time great. He trying to set the standard. He's setting the tone for the season. That's what he got to do as a leader. That's real shit. That hey, I'm my popcorn gonna be ready for that Suns Warrior game. Ooh. I'm gonna have everybody in the theater when we watching that. Ooh, you know okay. what I'm saying? Hey, the matchups across the board. Look at those matchups, bro. Bradley Bill, Booker, KD. 
Like I I like the, I like some of the sneaky moves. They got with Tom, what's his name? The uh the Asian guy from Brooklyn with Tom Bay. I can't I don't yeah. want to butcher his name. No, he's a nice solid ball, role ball player. Is oh, yeah, yeah, I don't talk about. Yeah. Bobo, 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 sneaky. I love the Bobo. Yeah. He's ain't had the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? You I know why I say Bobo gonna have a big year? Because he's seeing with all this when when y'all meet stuff and he looking at it like, yeah. bruh, I've been that and I've been the, been that size and I can do more than he can do right now yeah. like yeah. so i feel I like see. i feel like i feel I like, like, see like, it, like like i want to see the Suns <laughs> let him loose when y'all play the spurs let bobo go Ooh. loose on him please Ooh, give me spicy don't hold him back don't hold him back like, let bobo be let bobo be the man like that game let let bobo go off on him please we want to see that as basketball fan. We want to see that because yeah. Bobo didn't get the opportunities, the same opportunities as dude get. And they got the same skill set. And Bobo can do it. Just it's everything dude can do and getting praised for. Bobo can do that. Bring the ball hey, up Mikey, to court. Hey, Mikey, hey, Mikey. Hey, we're going to see that. I need I to see it on Twitter, Mikey. Mikey I, I said it on Twitter, right? I said, yo, if you really look at it, I said it. Bobo. What can he not do that Victor can do? Right? I said that before. Now Bro. looking at it, I want to see that matchup. Listen, listen. The only thing that's going on up is that he got hurt in college. He was yeah. going to be a lot of it. I, I like. But, I love this game. They was going to build around him. But if this you think about it, be, though, we've had we've had a few guys with that same build that can do that. They just didn't get them same opportunities. I want them to bring back. Another guy who's been over in China right now going off. And he needs to be back in the league. He's young still. Don Maker. Another guy with that same build. Who shoot from anywhere. They say he's looking like Kevin Durant right now. He's He can That's shoot better now. He's more polished as a, a professional now. I think he can come in and help a team. You can't tell me he, he, can't, he can't come in with some good defense blocks and give a team 10 to 15 points. Please stop playing. How crazy, is, how crazy is the politics and when it comes to that? Because like he, like Mikey said about a thumb maker, he's still relatively young. We've seen him overseas killing. But like sometimes guys get typecast or labeled early in their career. Like Dennis Smith, who we just had on. Dennis Smith was he was like labeled as this or labeled as that. And he's broken some of those like stigmas that people had on him, the narratives, right? How is it like breaking that narrative? How much is it? Politics when it comes to certain guys getting those opportunities, man. And them politics fucked up, man. It's like any major business, and that's what I tell people. I'm like, look, bro, you're in the highest level of basketball you can possibly be at. Just like if you're at the highest level of any business school or business firm or anything like that, bro, you gotta be able to find your niche, stay in there. They need you, and you gotta stay. Like, so when you get drafted. You got to find your niche somehow. And fit is important. No matter if you're a lottery pick or you undrafted or you a second round pick, late first round, it don't matter what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like a guy like Isaiah Thomas, the IT, the little Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. He came in last pick in the draft and found his niche and was a leader in the real point guard. And then he showed him how good he was. You know what I'm saying? So like a guy like, like Mike said, Don Maker. Like a guy like Bo Bo, they get. I think Bo Bo gonna be in a great space in Phoenix. They gonna great get the place. And it's just about okay, what are you gonna be? We're not just throwing you out there. You gonna have to make an impact. How you gonna make an impact? So Bo Bo go out there and average two three blocks. 
Oh, nah, that's what you know him for. Okay, now show us what else you can do. Man, if you go out there, average three blocks, 22 points, eight, nine rebounds. Now we see the greatness of you right now. You know what I'm saying? But that's how they think. That's how them executives, the coaches, everybody up top, they think like that. Like, what are you going to bring value to the team so we can get to the playoffs and make noise in the playoffs? And Dennis understand that now. You know what I'm saying? Which so, is dope. So, and what about a guy like Christian Wood, right? We've seen Christian Wood. He's still a free agent. I've mm -hmm. heard things directly from guys on teams. I can't, I can't disclose, but... Like Christian yeah. Wood is still a free agent right now. We're seeing a guy who's pretty much a seven-footer, can shoot the three-ball, pick and pop. He doesn't play right. a lot of defense, but everybody doesn't have like a perfect game. I try to explain that to a lot of fans when they try to poke yeah. holes in guys' games. Christian Wood belongs on the NBA roster, and I feel like he really can't help a contender. But why are we seeing a guy like a Christian Wood who played for the Mavericks last year, was effective, He's still a free agent. He hasn't signed yet. And it seems right. like he's lost a lot of money because, like, behind, like you said, the politics and certain questions about his reputation or his attitude. Like, how much does that factor into a guy like Christian Wood not being on the roster right now? And we're only like a month and a half away from the season. Bro, honestly, bro, beyond just the politics, it's more so. I mean, I heard some things from people I can't disclose about Brett, too, because I think he's definitely, he can start on a lot of teams in the league, in my opinion. And not in a bad way, it's just, I don't know if it's gang, professionals, whatever it is. But, you know, I can tell everybody, man, the NBA has the highest turnover rate in terms of jobs in the world. You still got to look at it like a job. 60 come in, 60 got to go. That's just, that's just what the league is. So if you got guys that's coming in the league that's his build and can do what he does that's younger, then they're going to draft them guys and they're going to develop them. You know what I'm saying? I, I think he's still a pro. He's going to get signed. But it is what it is. You know, it's a lot of guys overseas that should be in the league. It's a lot of guys playing with G League or in a big three that should be in the league. Like Mike James. You know, Mike James is nice, bro. Mike James should be in the league, bro. Every time he one of them dudes, bro, every time I played against Mike James, he always killed. He always scored. He always did like that. I'm like, why he ain't in the league? You know what I'm saying? And that's just one of them things. Like, I love Fred VanVleet. We're going to have him on the show. I love him. Love yeah. his game. Mike James is not that far off from what I've seen. I played against both of them. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not saying they're the same. I'm not comparing them. But I'm like, man, he should be in the league. You know what I mean? At least be in the league somewhere. I, I asked Mike, I asked Mike like a year ago, we was talking on a message thread and I was like, bro, like what? It was back when the Lakers had worked them out and I was like, bro, why are you not in the league? He said, bro, that's the same question I'll be asking. It's like, bro, mm -hmm. I see I see him with KD. I seen KD go overseas to some of his games. That's dope as hell, supporting his yeah. homie overseas. But I'm like, he got the relationships with certain guys. You could put the ball in the basket like he can. Like, it's amazing to see the politics. And the man can play, bro. And he's a playmaker. He's a real point guard that can score. It's a lot of guards like that. Well, it's like, okay, how old is he? I don't know how old Mike is, but if you he go get a guy, guy he's in still track, young. Yeah, he's still young. Yeah, he was 20 still or something like that. So I'm like, yeah. man, we're going to get a 19-year-old from Kentucky and develop him. And now they got the G League and develop that. Then you get a guy that is 19. They're going to give him that versus a 28-year-old. 
I think, that's just how I think, I think what happens sometimes, and like we all guilty of this, but even watching this FIBA, like the preliminaries, we're mm-hmm. you're gonna notice this, y'all, when y'all watch the FIBA World Cup. It is so many fucking good basketball players on planet Earth that are not in the NBA that could play in the sure. NBA. Like it's that's so hard to get one of those jobs. Like people do not understand. Like it's some out of body basketball players that's playing in these other countries and in the Euro League. Like to, yep. for you to be a guy that was undrafted, like I know you got to look at it like a crazy blessing to say, bro. Out of all these guys, I found a spot. I worked my ass off and found a spot, and I played for ten years undrafted. Mm-hmm. Nah, some of them, and some of them, some of them, like you know, like some of my good friends, like uh, you know, Will Bynum or you know, uh, Bobby Dixon, and you know, other guys like that. Or my boy who just came out, he had retired, but came out of retirement and won a championship overseas just now. My boy Michael Thompson that went to um, they call him Juice, went to Northwestern University. Um, good point guard. You know, he 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 had a solid career over overseas. You know, it's a lot of them that you know even um that get calls, you know, from the league after they've been killing and stuff. Like my boy Bobby Dixon, he was, they was calling him the um, European Mamba or something like that. Man, out I there. know Bobby. Shout out to Bobby, man. That's my guy. You follow each other for a long time. Shout yeah, out to yeah. Bobby Dixon, man. Yeah, Bobby Dixon. I grew up with him, man. That was like one of my, uh, he was like one of the coldest, like in, in my high school tier or whatever. He did his thing. He worked his way up the ranks. And like I said, he had a phenomenal career um overseas and i know a lot of them guys that do have careers overseas and they get those callings from the league some people come back to the league and some people say no nah, i'm gonna just stay over here you know tax what i mean free, like, tax yeah. free money. you know what i'm saying like my boy moss you know david moss went to indiana state he could have came back and you know uh he had a fun he's still playing overseas you know what i mean he's going on probably year 18 year 19 over there um and he's been doing his thing he could have came back and played in the league or whatever but he's been having fun playing for, uh, you know, Italy and these other different countries. And he's then won about six championships over there. So, I mean, some guys just don't never want to come back and they've been living good lives over there, making good money. You know, it may not be that big, big NBA money, but hey, it's enough to, you know, for them to take care of their family and their well-being and, you know. Yeah, man, it's, 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 it's tough to, I mean, you know, I, one of my guys, hey, Mikey, you know, Bro from Chicago, Jerome Randall. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, Jay Randall, Jay Randall got yeah. them handles. That's yeah. a, another dude yeah. that's, that's, that's like yeah. yeah, he yeah. can play the league. Yeah, he can play the league. He got those handles either. Like real. He yeah. went to Cal, right? Yeah. He went to Cal, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tough. Cal Berkeley, yeah. And I shout out to him and what he's doing with his training because he's turning up with that man. Oh yeah, he training kids and he he yeah. teaching them that game, bro. Like he another one that was like like an unguardable dude. He just, because of his height, you know what I mean? But, man, yeah. he could give anybody buckets, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. remember what I sent you in your um your DM you the other day when I sent you them old clips of Dewan Wagner in high school? Like, Ooh, I just I always, I always think about that. What if Bron, that first Cleveland stint, because he was supposed to have one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Can you imagine what they, I, can you imagine him and just, I just think, if Bron and Wani would have been with Bron when they went against, you know, San Antonio that first time, I ain't saying they would have won it, but I think they'd have won at least one, at least one game. They wouldn't have got yeah, swept. Yeah, more firepower. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. We got my guy Somebody. Uncle Phil, Uncle Phil on the line. He been waiting. Uncle Phil, welcome to the show, man. Man, what's happening? What's happening with you? Um, Uncle Phil, yes. what's happening? Man, what's happening? What's happening? 
You know, Phil, what's up, man? What's up with that barbecue with a cigar in your mouth, man? <laughs> no, nah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Uh, <laughs> I just, just thinking about the schedule and all that. This is the first time, if you just think about it from like the Lakers standpoint, Bron standpoint, they not starting from behind, so to speak. When the starting guns go off, it's a confident team. Since 2019, think about that. It's it's a functioning team. It, it ain't no no real issue so far. Knock on wood. Hopefully nothing goes wrong when training camp start anything like that. But just kind of looking at the schedule, especially from a Lakers standpoint, they got some big matchups in the first 15 games. They see Phoenix a couple times. They see the Clippers. They see Sacramento. Of course, they see Denver open tonight. So I'm I'm just excited for this team to see how they start off, you know, from the jump. It's no, like, it's no easy wins. Like, you know, I call myself your favorite NBA insider's favorite NBA insider. I talked to Bron Bron a couple of days ago about this same shit, man. Keep it real with y'all <laughs> on the Sub Blue Show. And flex. Yeah, we was talking back and forth about the schedule. And to keep it real with you, like Bron said the same shit. Like, bro, the first couple, I like, yo, but to let y'all know. The king said, yo, he's on pace. He's feeling good. He's on pace. You know, he's rejuvenated after the offseason. So I'm looking forward to this schedule, bro, because, you know, sometimes in the past, the NBA kind of rolls out. You know, that first night, it's a, it's a spicy matchup. And then we go into, like, some lackluster matchups first couple games. Bro, they hitting us right out the gate with, like, these are playoff-type games out of the gate the first 10 games. Right. Denver, Phoenix, Sacramento, back to back to back. <laughs> then they got Orlando. Then they got the Clippers. Then you see Miami. Then you see Tennessee. I, I saw the schedule. The Lakers played the Orlando Magic like twice. They getting the Magic out of the way in the first month of the season. And, and I ain't worried about the Flippers either. <laughs> I ain't worried about the Flippers because they ain't going to have to the Orlando Magic, they might not win a lot of games this year, but the Orlando Magic with Paulo, Wendell Carter, they got a good young nucleus, bro. Like oh, I love, they got a squad. I love, got a I love the rookie. I love the first round pick, Anthony Black. Like I, I'm, yes, I'm sir. gonna watch I'm a love the. Oh, don't forget Jet Howard too. Don't forget Jawan son over Jet there. Jet Howard, great yeah, pick. Jet, yeah. Mm-hmm. They had a great draft. I didn't great know Jet was six eight though. I thought he was like six five. They got he's six eight. Yeah, yeah big, yeah. big, big wing. He gonna be he gonna be a sleeper rookie. They ain't talking about him enough. It's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Crazy. That's what I'm saying. And they got. Shoot. That's what I'm saying. They got mm-hmm. a that second unit on, on on Orlando is dangerous, bro. And then if you look what Orlando was doing last year, they beat all the top teams at least once. And check this out: they owned Golden State. Go look mm-hmm. at the two games they played Golden State when they was at, and they never had their full squad. They always had. They was always had some injuries. They never. They they was they was playing with different lineups, different starting lineups. The first three months, four months of the season, and they own yeah. the Golden State Warriors. And they always give Golden State, always look, give Golden look, State look, problems. Franz Wagner, like Wagner, he's nice, bro. Nobody don't talk about Super. him like they should. He's mm-hmm. cold, bro. Yeah. You talking about Wagner? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's really, and he really got good. his brother on the team, Mo yeah, Wagner. Mo Wagner, yeah, yeah dope, bro. He's nobody don't really talk about him as much. But shout out to everybody in the Discord, man. I see Jay Miles. Jay Miles said, "Porzingis build around Porzingis." I I, th- I love that. I love the intriguing fit with Porzingis in Boston with Tatum and Brown. How y'all feel about Porzingis in Boston? We, man, we got you know, you know, you know, stretch the floor. 
And I think defensively, he adds length defensively. So, I mean, with, the, with, with Tatum and Brown being playmakers and scores, you know, you're going to have to guard them. It's going to take pressure off them with the one-on-one matchups that you yeah. can't lead for singles. He can make enough threes, you know, for you. to, And then he can play. Like, you could throw it into him on the post. He, we had mismatch problems some games. I think that was a huge move for them. They needed that. Bro, Boston, like, the city of Boston, and the city of Boston is going to love Chris Stops for singles. Bro. He's going to be a fan favorite immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, you know why I'm excited to see Cubs get, get, get going? On Ant old team, I want to see what the boy because he he missed his rookie season. Chad Holmgren, Chad Holmgren, Holmgren yeah. oh yeah, that's yeah, another yeah, one yeah. of them. That's another one of them hybrid seven foot tall dudes can put the ball on flow, shoot from anywhere. You Yo, know he Chet, got on the floor. I, I seen the footage of Chad Holmgren and KD and those guys in the and get some good bump in the offseason, Man, Chad was getting buckets mm-hmm. on Kevin. I, I saw it. Yeah, he another. I say he another like one of them seven foot lanky. Uh, when when Yamba built type dudes that you know you know like he got a he always had a post game but he can shoot mm-hmm. from anywhere too he can shoot threes he can shoot the mid range he got handles he got posts you know it was all about him was just getting some more weight on him you know when he he, he ain't got that grown man weight on him yet when he get that on him get some real bulk on him you know what I'm saying and some real nutrition on him he he gonna be a problem because he already got the skills. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, you know, yeah. he's all bones now, so he's some gonna, real nutrition. Yeah, some real nutrition. Some real nutrition in it, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, your aunt, hey, your aunt, you played in Oklahoma City for a large portion of your career, man. You know the environment. No, they got the dopes. They got Sonics on every corner. Shout out to Sonics with the greatest tater tots. No, oh, yeah, the best. Uh, and they got the best summer drinks mm-hmm. ever. Steak and slushies. Yeah. Yeah. You spend a lot of time. <laughs> I, you know, you spend a lot of time at OKC. I used to joke with KD. I said, bro, ain't shit in OKC. But tornadoes, <laughs> yeah. but look, ain't shit in OKC, but tornadoes and Sonics, bro. So, barbecue, <laughs> and don't forget about the barbecue. The barbecue and farm. Look, you, you spend a lot That's of time the- here. Yeah, you spend a lot of time there, and like I know you, uh-huh. you have a, a a fond place in your heart for your Thunder, bro. Like you're seeing the the reemergence. They've been stockpiling draft picks for so long, but now they're starting to turn the corner. Like they got Josh Giddy, who I love. Lou Dort, yeah. he moves the puppies. He's top five puppy mover in the league. Like you've seen yeah. all the young pieces. How excited are you to see Sam Presti and those guys like finally start to become? Because I think the Thunder can make the playoffs this year. Oh no, nah, they're gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And Jalen Williams. Both both Jalen yeah, Williams. I love, I love those kids. Both Jalen Williams are good. One of them's a little bit better. Dark skin, bro. He he's nice. He's gonna make a real impact this year, of course. Shout out to Sam Presley, the whole organization. I love them. Um, I saw them up close when I was in the front office with them. They got shape and they made so much noise last year, just getting the play in. People forgot about Chet. I said, Chet gonna come in there. And it's gonna change a lot of stuff. It's gonna make them so much more better. Shout out to um, Mark Denegal, the coach. That's too, another twenty and ten coming in. Yeah, shout out to Mark Denegal. You know they got a great staff and a great organization over there, and I think that they can make some noise and maybe upset somebody. I think that I got them as like a six seed. A six seed, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like a six seed coming there and maybe upset that third seed, depending on who right there. You know, because there's some young, hungry guys, man. They play the right way. Uh, Mark's done a great job there. Sam is continuing to do a great job. They got shitload of draft picks left, you know, and they can move them. They can do whatever they want to do. They got 
they got the most leverage of any NBA team in the league with talent already playing. I'm going to stay alive. I just had a some dude epiphany. We live on AMP right now, man. AMP, Morrow, Mikey Jets pulling up, Uncle Phil pulling up, calling in, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat. I just had an epiphany, y'all. I think James Harden, James Harden, if you're listening, Beard, it's time to come (laughs) on home, Beard. It's time. Stop all the bullshit. You don't want to be in Philly. You (laughs) didn't want to be in Brooklyn. Just see the vision real quick. See this undo vision right here. We on AMP right now. Listen to the epiphany, bro. Come on home to OKC, bro. Come on home. Look, they're going to treat you like you want to be treated. The fans going to still love you. Come on home. You can play with Shy. You can play with Josh Giddy. They ain't going to make you shave your beard. (laughs) (laughs) I see the vision, James. where do y'all want to see James? And he can do a little baby concert down there because, you know, little baby don't never go to Oklahoma. I mean, you know, down there. So he could, you know, you know little brain, little baby down there. They got one. Man, listen, that shit ain't happening. It ain't happening. Well, hell no, nah, man. Shay is the guy. Shay's the guy. Yeah, Shay's the guy. I don't know where, where, where was, James is going to fit in right now at this point. I was just bullshit. This never going to happen. I want to see James where he at. I think they can win with him. I mean, it's perfect. It's perfectly set up yeah. for him, man. Mm-hmm. I think it's just staying Philly. He wants to go to the Clippers, and it's like, okay, if you go to the Clippers, you're not going there with Kawhi and Paul George, bro. They're going to end up having to trade Paul George or somebody they don't want to trade to get you. Like it's just it doesn't they're make sense. Trade, they're about to trade their future. They're not going to trade yeah. Paul. Or 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 Kawhi, that's not gonna happen. They're not, they're not trading Terrence Mann. Terrence Mann, he, not, he's special. They gonna want, but see, Philly gonna want Terrence Mann, and they're not trading him. That's they feel right, right, right. They ain't fucking with it. They're not messing with that. See, like the thing is, bro. A lot of these guys, like I love Kyrie Irving. A lot of these guys' markets is way smaller than people think. They looking at shit like it's two K, NBA two K or something. I'm like, no, bro. In real life, they markets is way smaller than you think. Do the injuries, do the controversy, do the like off the court shit. I'm like, bro, they not putting up with that. Just control. You see what happened with James and Daryl Morey? That's James Harden. That's a Hall of Famer. And I love James. I love his game. Love him as a person, all this shit. But bro, your market ain't like what people think it is. You know what I mean? It's a handful of dudes right now that don't even want to. Most of the foreign dudes got the biggest. If Nicola Jokey said, I want out of Denver. In two days, he out of it. Yeah. Every team in the league. Yeah, he He got leverage, bro. He has maximum leverage, yeah. Yes. These dudes don't have that shit like they used to. Giannis the same way. If Giannis say, if the Bucks flame out this year, Giannis can say, you know what? I want to go to Toronto. It's happening. That's it. You know what I mean? They might have to trade everybody, but they're going to get them. It's not like that for these dudes. They think it's like that for. It's not. You know what I'm saying? It's real shit. I will say this though, if I'm Philadelphia, I ain't no way I'm letting James Harden ruin my season. I'm not sure because it could have a domino effect into into Joel. So yeah. I don't know what the yeah. exact answer is, but I ain't letting James Harden ruin my season because how many we talked, you know, we briefly talked about this on the last episode. How many Real more talk. opportunities you gonna have with this? Like you right. that, that window, that window we like to think is a lot bigger than what it is, and it's it, it, it's extremely small because however I need. We need to figure out, we need to talk to Joel, figure out exactly what's the mindset. How can we fix it? Okay, let's say there's no fix with James Harden. How can we get you 
on board and stay on board, big fella. Because I ain't let James ruin my season, especially at this age. That's still an appreciation for his game, but this ain't 2018. Man, let me say something right quick. Yeah. James, 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 <laughs> James. <laughs> James, you listen, James. This, this, this your boy Mikey. Day. This your boy Mikey just from Chicago talking to you, James. Smash that James. like button, y'all. Don't forget to James. smash that like button. We keep it this spicy on here. James, 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 James. Listen to me, James. You are single-handedly ruining your legacy. You have a hell of a legacy. You have a hell of a catalog. You will be a Hall of Famer, but you are fucking up your legacy <laughs> with this want to get out shit. Want to get out shit. You force your like way out of. You forced your way out of Houston. You were out of shape. You came in. That's how you were getting these little knick and knack injuries because you couldn't do the tweaks and jumps like you wanted to do and you were injuring yourself. You got in Brooklyn, still out of shape. You got in Brooklyn, still doing the same stuff. Y'all know all you know, you it's just unfortunate. All three of y'all wasn't able to to do the big three thing. One of the worst big threes ever put together just because y'all couldn't play together. Now you in you now you in Philly, Philadelphia, the 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 one a city that is they love you when you up they're gonna hate you when you when you when you down if you yeah, or at least if you at least if you quit on them they're gonna hate you, but bro yeah. you got a hell of an opportunity to be play competitive basketball up until it's time for you to retire. I'm not giving a timeline on when you, when you, how many more years you got left. I feel like if you take care of your body enough, you you can play as long as you want to. Yeah. LeBron already set the standard, but for you, James, please, let's get refocused, brother. Yeah. I I don't know how many more times you're gonna get to demand you want to do this and that, and you're setting a bad example for the other kids out there. That that are that that are spoiled and and different things because you have been spoiled, Reverend. Mike and the media and the media and the media hasn't kicked your ass like they should have, Reverend. And I'm Mikey just here, y'all. And I'm just and I'm I'm just keeping it and I'm just keeping it so one hundred with you. I James. love it. I love it. You, Mike, James, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna Reverend Mike, man. Reverend I'm not. Mike, but listen, though, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it like like the media's like short arms is. On um on ESPN, we, you know we not I'm, I'm, I don't I'm not I'm not gonna sugarcoat nothing. I'm gonna tell you like it is, bro. And you, you know whether you hate it or not. I mean whatever, it don't matter to me. At the same time, you need to stop, bro. You ruining your legacy, bro. Like for real, bro. Like I get when you know a couple times you wanted to get out, you deserve to get out of Houston. But the Brooklyn thing, and now Philly, now you demanding to get out of Philly, calling 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 Daryl Morey out. And all this stuff, bro, because, I mean, they know you're not what you once was, James, but you're still a damn good player. You still can put up numbers in this league. You can, hell, average a triple-double. You're still one of the most skilled players in this league. Right. And you Mikey, just can't be the – you're not going to be the man no more. You're not going to be Mikey, the man that wears the <laughs> Mikey, I think the song that you're looking for – I should have put it in the queue. The song you're looking for <laughs> to describe James Harden is – Michael Jackson, man in the mirror. He got to look in the mirror. <laughs> he got to look in the mirror, James, because I'm going to tell you one thing. I know the Philadelphia sports fans, the Eagles fans, the Sixers fans, the Flyers, every team in that city, right? The Phillies. 
Philadelphia sports fans, what I admire about those fans in Philly is they can smell the bullshit. You can't fool Philadelphia sports fans. It happened with Ben Simmons. It's happening now with James. They didn't really turn on James last year, but now we're seeing all this shit in the offseason. If he comes in out of shape and he whining and he complaining, it could get real ugly. It's going to get nasty for sure. <laughs> it's going to get bad. And that's the thing. Not to cut you off, brother, but on some real shit, what James is doing is going to fuck up things for the younger generation coming yep, into yep, the league. Yep, exactly. Because when they go back to that table for the collective bargaining agreement, the CBA is going to change all of them rules. Wait till LeBron retire and watch what they do. Tell me. I just oh, called out. It's real you shit. Setting a bad yeah. example for the for the for the youth. That's yeah, bro. the biggest yeah. thing because the the guys that's gonna start getting the money, getting spoiled. Because everybody's not the same. You know, mm -hmm. money changes people in every way. It's just some worse than others. You know what I mean? And uh, you boys gotta, already yeah. get yeah, two hundred million dollars yeah. before you yeah. put a jersey on. They yeah, playing with these guys. Wait till you see when LeBron retire. Watch what happens. And you know Paul Pierce I mean? and KG was just talking about it in their last joint about like, mm -hmm. man, what you know, they were saying like how uh Jalen got 300 and some, you know, he's like, mate, he's like, what is these owners uh not not telling us? Because they saying, you know, the it's gonna be some new TV deals negotiated now that there's like so much monetization with just different outlets of just media, you know what I mean? It ain't the just typical media no more. People are, you know, with these podcasts. We and just, new media, baby. Yeah, yeah. That's why your boy Little Arms made the move he made because he was sweating in his boots. Him and Skip was sweating in their boots. You know, you seen Skip on his show uh, begging Barkley, Charles, please. You know, <laughs> whatever I gotta do to apologize. I know we haven't seen eye to eye, but Charles, <laughs> and, and, like, and, and this and this is what I gotta say to that, Skip. You really think after Charles just got paid the most money he's ever made in his life, bigger than any NBA contract, he just read up for a hundred mil last year with TNT and and Warner Sports. Why would you think he would come over there with you? Because I don't and think be, you can match that. Out. And be stressed out. Right, right. And be stressed out. But less money though. Y'all don't think you offering him more than a hundred mil? I, I don't think. I don't think you can offer that. I'm not watching your pockets, but. Yeah, I don't think you, you know, all throwing them type of deals up, uh, Skip. So, yeah, I don't think so. Man, you heard what Charles said. Yo. Charles said on here. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> you know, hey, you ain't finna make me come here. It's been worth me like a dog that don't pay me. Oh, yeah. 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 Hey, yo, guys, I appreciate everybody pulling up, everybody in the chat, man. We're going to land this plane. But before I go, I want to give some some dude shout outs, man. First shout out, I got to give a shout out. We we had a North Carolina episode tonight. Shout out to Dennis Smith Jr. for pulling up. Brooklyn Nets guard. Dennis Smith took some time out of his busy schedule. He down in Miami training, pulling up live on amp. Shout out to my guy, Jameson Curry, man. Jameson Curry. I see you, my boy. One of the greatest high school players ever in North Carolina. Always tapping in. Always Facts. texting back and forth. Shout out to my Ooh. guy, Jameson. Also, shout out to Ryan Harrow, man. NC State, Georgia State. One of the greatest high school players. Shout out to Ryan Harrow, too. And last oh, some dude shout yeah. out. We live on AMP. The last some dude shout out. 
Congrats to Cameron and Mace, man, on their new deal, <laughs> underdog fantasy. That's big. That's a big win for everybody for the culture, I feel like. I swear to God it is. Congrats Jeez. to Cam and Mace, bro. Like, they real, real shit. They talking. They made a mockery of the media, and now they cashed in. Eight-figure deal. And that's motivation for guys like us because we realize that people want their real shit, man. They want their real shit like this. They tired of that cookie cutter bullshit. And like I always tell y'all, the jig is hovering on all you. I'm telling y'all, we coming, man. We coming. Awesome. You got any <laughs> shout outs? You got any shout outs before we go at, man, before we ride out? We're going we gonna to rock out to some of this dang Lilla on the way out. Okay, cool. I just got, um, yo, you in the Charlotte or North Carolina area or anywhere, AM training on Instagram, five, AM training 456 on Instagram. Um, tap in with basketball training. Been doing it for like six, seven months. Got two D1, our D1 girl, got a guy going D1 as well. Um, tap in with me on the training for sure. Also, construction manager just got that done recently. Um, I'm going to post that. Follow me on Instagram, Frontline Fresh number two. Frontline Fresh number two, all one word and number. And um, Anthony Mall Charities, we got Thanksgiving back to school. We're going to post that. And yes. I'll continue to talk about that. We're doing that thing. On, we're going on 14 years strong right there, West Boulevard, Charlotte, North Carolina. And um, yeah, welcome to Death Row Records, man. Some we here, man. I'm glad to be the co-host. I'm glad to be here. Bro, I appreciate y'all, everybody pulling up, man. I'm going to leave y'all with some of this Damian Lillard new album, Don Dollar. I talked to Dame. You know, I, I, I'm just talking about shit right now. I talked to Dame. We talked about the music a little bit today and yesterday. I had to play this on my show. Dame always been a real one. He said it on his album. You can show love for free, man. I show people love for free. That's the frequency that I have on the Some Dude Show. I'm showing love for free. I don't want nothing in return. Real recognize real and flourish recognize flourish. Shout out to Dame Lillard, man. Congrats on a new album, my guy. I'm the captain now, Lilla University, flying colors, cap and gown, tailor time for a suit, shiny shoe, dapper down, played me for a joke, they wasn't woke, I'm laughing now, lessons was never verbal and class was never canceled, life for me ain't been a crystal stair, the example, I knew he wouldn't lead me astray, I read the manual, he say, if you get a little, make the most of what they hand you, seen cash passed around, but sitting on the scale, tension and the friction, man, I knew that shit too well, on a bus with great White piranhas and killer whales Was just a little slower till I came up out my shell Gave them hell, ooh When you step off the campus, that's the gun line Survival of the fittest, but it's different for alumni A beast since I was fun size, different Ain't had no mission statement, cause the statement was the mission All hell, Professor H, legend and breeder of kings Heaven and down to earth, and all of the things in between Everything a hundred when they speak, or you peep the scene Destined for the top, but it's better when you can lead the team Show them love for free, cause we a different breed of folks If I love you
love you, I'ma stand beside you, never keeping scope. Promise, even if it's rocky, we won't ever flee the boat. Gentle as a teddy bear, but not the bear you need to poke. Repeat the all hell, Professor H, legend and breeder of kings, heaven and down to earth, and all of the things in between. Everything a hundred when they speak, or you peep the scene. Destined for the top, but it's better when you can lead the team. Show them love for free, cause we a different breed of folks. If I love you, I'ma stand beside you, never keeping scope. Promise, even if it's rocky, we won't ever flee the boat. Gentle as a teddy bear, but not the bear you need to poke. Repeat the all hell, Professor H, legend and breeder of kings, heaven and down to earth, and all of the things in between. Everything a hundred when they speak, or you peep the scene. Destined for the top, but it's better when you can lead the team. Show them love for free, cause we a different breed of folks. If I love you, I'ma stand beside you, never keeping scope. Promise, even if it's rocky, we won't ever flee the boat. Gentle as a teddy bear, but not the bear you need to poke. Repeat the oath. Love for free because we a different breed of folks, man. We live on app right now. I still got y'all. I still got y'all. We're gonna tap into some more of this dame. This is my favorite track off the album featuring Mozzie. Long live free featuring Mozzie. Shout out to Mozzie, one of my, my all time favorites, man. Dame, this album crazy, bro. How y'all feel about this new dame? If you love me, don't lie to me. Keep it P, that's my philosophy. These niggas preaching, I'm the reason for the season. I've been boxing all these demons. Rest in peace, my cousin Freeman. Turn me up and pledge allegiance. Don't lie to me. Keep it P, that's my philosophy. Uh. These niggas reaching, I'm the reason for the season. I've been boxing all these demons. Rest in peace, my cousin Freeman. Turn me up. Ain't just no nigga popping shit. I move the needle. Swear to God, I've been backwards for my people. No receipt, bro. It's a job. Made it to the league, wet my feet and spent the block. Cousins stripping shit with chops. Now they chipping in the stocks. I'm the goat for real and that hope instilled. I'm so fulfilled. I know the field, so I know the fields. I so appeal to those who real and they know the deal. I'm holy field. They just might bite off my ear. Cause how I'm strongly willed. I just can't get in. The tip for tat, I ain't fit for that. I just hit my people dripped in black. That's where we in the chat. And your bitch is snacking. I want her. She a dime though. I need it pronto. Want my name? Hey, I'm John. Doe. Don't lie to me. Keep it P. That's my philosophy. These niggas reaching. I'm the reason for the season. I've been boxing all these demons. Rest in peace, my cousin Freeman. Turn me up and pledge allegiance. Don't lie to me. Keep it P. That's my philosophy. These niggas reaching, I'm the reason for the season. I've been boxing all these demons. Rest in peace, my cousin Freeman. Turn me up. Turn me up, uh, do it for the people. I'm a one on one, uh, ain't gonna be a sequel. You know how we do, floating like a sea do. Drip or drown from the town, you know I'm stepping GQ. Hey, Told me that they love me, but the hate ain't hard to notice. 
They tell me that they love me, but the head ain't hard enough. Missing brother for real, but a whole cell in the soda. If you love me, don't lie to me. Keep it P, that's my philosophy. These niggas reaching, I'm the reason for the season. I've been boxing all these demons. Rest in peace, my cousin Freeman, turn me up. Yeah, that Mozzie shit is crazy, Dame. But shout out to Lexi Brown, our other co-host. She wasn't on the show tonight, but shout out to Lexi Brown, downtown Lexi Brown. And I forgot one more shout out, one more some dude shout out. Gotta give a shout out to Shakiri Richardson, 100 meter world champion. She silenced a lot of critics. A lot of people were throwing stones at that young lady. A lot of people were calling her all kind of names, all because she smoked a little bit of cannabis, a little bit of magical flowers. They was they was calling her all kind of names, but now she's a world fucking champion, man. Yeah. The life and times of a noble nigga, you loving me Hood, but in these million dollar meetings comfortably And they ain't bluffing me, lying share to fuck with me A sweet deal, the only time I'm in the bloody seas Pay me well or just don't pay me no attention Lil Hugh was him and I'm the baby bro edition, uh Rock for niggas who don't pay me no commission If you playin' your position, I embrace the Brody mission, boom Nine dollar bustin' plays for the Frito Can't put you on the line if you gon' cave on the free throw Niggas meet a challenge and get scraped on some depot This ain't for the emo, I was raised on the G-Code uh. Dark days made my truth come out in the light That's the only way I know Stayin' on goal, yeah. Cause aimin' don't fall, yeah. Aimin' on soul, yeah. Check for me, check your engine light I heard that you that niggas you didn't like Yeah, yo, couldn't be me Niggas showing fake love, huh? Yo, check Money to the ceiling, such a burning feeling 30 minutes, say the pussy, such a thorough finish Candy, panty, caddy, sat on 30 inches Whip it real hard, ain't no fat boy, he's still a chemist If you can't accept the feature, gotta be the best Next to me, a Eric B and won't take nothing less Jacket in my khaki with the matching vest A double deck on my new yacht and your hoe coming next Yeah, I don't wanna talk if it ain't for the max I just learned the money, scramble quarterbacks For the bag, eat you like a garlic crab But matter of fact, let me hit you, then I call a cab Call it fast money, then I'm hauling ass Double limb the flag and steal my almanac Low riding on them bags, then lap down the rack Blowing kisses at your missus, but won't call her back That Dark days made my truth come out in the light That's the only way I know Staying on goal, yeah. Cause aiming don't fall, yeah. Aiming on soul, yeah. Please don't check for me, check your engine light I heard that you dap niggas you didn't like Yeah, yeah, couldn't be me 
Huh, the difference is I ain't sensitive in my dog days I call plays that usually end in parlays Got control, you might think I live in an arcade Star paid, got it on lock from motor to Barclays It's different when you're up, bringing what's militant Had to keep my antennas up It took my innocence, I rolled a dice and shoot a seven Took the game, but just a 211 Call God, that's between you and Reverend We live on Ant-Man, Some Dude Show. Make sure you head over to somedudeshow.com. Yo, Ant, I'm going to leave him with your request. I'm going to pass the ox cord to my co-host, Ant Morrow, your favorite sharpshooter's favorite sharpshooter. We're going to hit him with this Drake and Travis Scott, Ant, on the way out. Meltdown, my boy. I need that meltdown, brother. Let's, hit him, right, with no. it, man. Let's hit him with it, man. Some Dude Show, man. I appreciate y'all for tapping in. Last thing. Friday, this Friday, we got a former Wake Forest legend pulling up to the Some Dude Show from the Trey Four Winston Salem. You've seen him on the Dallas Mavericks. Josh Howard will be on the Some Dude Show live Friday, 3 p.m. Make sure y'all check out my social media platforms to get any updates. Some Dude Show, Cuffs the Legend, Ant Morrow. We out of here, man. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, tensions is definitely rising. Teed up right now. Tea time. Tea time. Tea time. Tea time. Tea time. Tea time like I got a cup of this shit. Tea time like golf at a quarter to six. I love to fuck on a regular bitch. Famous hoes lame, but they stay on my dick. Heard your new joint, it's embarrassing shit. You talk to the cops on some therapist shit. You act like you love this American shit. But really, the truth is, you're scared of the six. Yeah, you're scared of the six. Yeah, you're scared of the six. Your bodyguard put in some work on the flute. Now you wanna go and inherit the shit. Don't talk to the boy about comparison shit. Or come to the boy on some arrogant shit. The weapons we got are some terrorist shit. Like TV producers, we. For bread for her parents and shit I told her I don't got no cash And she said she could wait on a rack On some Arabic shit I pull out a million to stare at the shit My dick just got hard Cause a wire just hit My schedule's out Cause spinners for real Man, fuck all that spinning And narrative shit I melt down the chains That I bought from your boss Give a fuck about all of that heritage shit Since V not around The members done hung up the Louis They not even wearing that shit Don't come to the boy About repairing some shit Don't come to the boy About sparing some shit You lucky that Vogue was suing Cause I would've been with the wasps and pears and shit. Is you fucking crazy? Is you fucking crazy? And they scared of the seven. After one three, then we turn up eleven. Keep the shit open like seven eleven. We at the house, I got seven in heaven. They think I'm satanic, I keep me a rebel. A shorty, a therapist, Papa and Jill. She ushered my way, then she started confessing. I know it's at stake, I'm screaming free Jeffrey. Connect, collect calls right off of the celly. Gave her the blues, not talking about belly. Don't keep it sincere, I go Machiavelli. I got the juice, now nah, it's heavy. Always on tea time, been ready. Yeah. Is you fucking crazy? Around me, cause I'm got property. Chocolate AP and chocolate the V's. Got the Willy Wonka factory. Burn that athlete like his calories. Find another flame out as me. Bitch, bitch. Yeah, is you 
crazy? Is you fucking crazy? Is you fucking crazy? Is you fucking crazy? Is you fucking crazy? Is you is you is you fucking crazy? I'm in the Texas boys and ran it up a couple, maybe couple swinging in the pickup truck. The baby fuck Mercedes. I fuck a nigga, bitch, but she can't have a baby. See, I go Tom Brady Used to wear the bus down back in my old days Now I let the chains hang, you gotta tuck yours maybe tuck it, tuck Niggas talking Scarface, I'm not in real life Is you fucking crazy, what? Is you fucking crazy, huh? Man, the club ain't been the same since we lost Mercedes Man, they click ain't been the same since they lost the greatest We outside with the army, so you need to Them boys rolling all brown like they whipping gravy Make a circus outside like it's Barnes Bailey Vicky hanging on my side, it's like it's really hanging She move her panties to the side, she want it raw and faded huh?